The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers podcast, show number 447, being recorded on January the 29th, 2024. I'm one of your hosts, Jesus Gonzalez, some of the Jesus Walks on Twitter. I'm joined by my friend from the West Coast, the Best Coast, the Power World Coast, Gunny Chief. Henley Merrill is back. Welcome back, Gunny. Welcome. Hey, guys. I'm glad to be back, pal. Playing pal. Welcome back, pal. And from little big Ohio, where there's also pals running around, the Mayo is back. Steve Willier. Welcome back, Mayo. Welcome. Hey, pals. How's it going? Howdy. (laughs) Hey, pal. Hey, pally. (laughs) <laughs> welcome to the show gentlemen we are here and welcome to all you listening whatever you identify as we accept you here anyways welcome to the show you can always as always remember to share it and like this show head on over to your apple device if you're listening on apple devices and you have us on your apple podcast leave us a review real quick or quick rating of five stars would be appreciated if you want to leave us less stars that is fine as well just head on over and make sure you rate and review us if you're listening to us on spotify pandora or iheart radio make sure to share us with your friends as well find us anywhere podcasts are available you can just tell them that you find these guys anywhere just you find them anywhere. They are everywhere. We've been around for over over nine years now. Almost ten years. This year will become the tenth year. Wow. Tenth year Horrible Gamers Podcast has been around. That We hit that milestone like next month, guys. Well, I would say next month, and, but I really mean March. So not really next month. I mean March. But you know what I mean. Have more months. We'll be there. Listen, February is not even a real month. It doesn't even have like 30 days, guys. Like, is it even a real month? No, I, I hate it, February. I skip it. It's like a fake month, okay? Like, it's really not even a real month. It's like a. What if it's somebody's birthday? Let's not offend. It's, it's like February. a poser. It's a poser month. It would be even worse if your birthday's on the 29th of February in a leap year. That, that, <laughs> that would suck. That would have to really suck. You'd. You'd have to constantly change your birthday to the 28th or the 1st, and and that's just shitty. That's just real shitty. But anyways, if you were born on a leap year, on a leap day, I'm sorry. You don't exist for one day every four years. Is it every four years? I think it is. Every, well, you don't, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, what, yeah, you, doesn't it come around every four years or every other year? I believe so. I thought it was every, I don't remember, I thought it was four, but. Like for every so how, how often is a leap year? I know that this year is a leap year, but I don't know how, how often it is. Whatever. Anyways, we are here. You can follow us on Twitter at underscore horrible gamers, also known as the X. Okay, it's formerly Twitter. You can find us everywhere podcasts are available. You can also join our Facebook group, Horrible Gamers Podcast Community. That is a close group. Anything you post in there stays in there. You can also join us, and the best place to join us is on Discord. Head on over to Discord. The link is in your show notes. You click on it, and you join it. Like our friend this week, our friend CeeLo, Gunny. You you remember CeeLo. I do. That name sounds familiar. From the Xbox days. Like, I'm telling you, last time I played with CeeLo was like 2016 or something, dude. Oh, and this like, was back from the... Uh... And he just joined, and I was like, holy shit, CeeLo is still around? 
Was this fact from uh, Xbox uh, Life Days? No, no. He listened to our show. That's how he found us. And we were friends for a while. And we were we would play on Xbox all the time. And then then he just disappeared one day and like just kind of went AWOL. And then out of nowhere, he just joined the Discord the other day. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Nice. Like, I, I, I haven't... I haven't seen you in like eight years, CeeLo. He probably has like a wife and children now or something, you know, like it's probably a reformed man, probably went to prison for four years or something. Who knows? He's driving a Cadillac now. <laughs> Who knows what happened to CeeLo in the last eight years, man? But he just showed up and uh we welcome him back with open arms, okay? We don't we don't judge around here, Gunny. I don't care if you went to prison for the last five years. You're I did my time. Back. I did my time. <laughs> you do. I'm your reformed. Time. Yeah, you're reformed. And you come back out. You know, you probably share us with your friends in prison, and we get more listeners that way. You know, what, pals, what else? You know? What else do prisoners have to do than to listen to the podcast? Tell you, tell your fellow prisoner friends. Yeah, listen to us. Think about if they listen to us once a week. That's like four hours of their life gone right there. Like just. Listening away to us, <laughs> that makes their, their sentence shorter. <laughs> that way, when they get out, they can play video games. I assume they can't do it while in there. I don't know the rules and regulations. No, no, no. no. Some prisons do have, let you have video game consoles. Oh, you could have oh. like an Xbox. You could have like an Xbox. You can have a PlayStation. But I think the only rule is they cannot be connected to the internet. So that makes sense. Yeah. You can have the console. I think you just cannot connect it to the internet. So you can. What if I need to like, update my game? It's going to be, I guess I have to give it to the guard. To, Can you update my console, buddy? You're shit out of luck there, buddy. Like, I don't know. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm trying to play this PAL world. Why doesn't it launch? <laughs> Needs an oh, update there, guard. Come on. I'll give you some cigarettes. Hey, man. Just put, turn on your hotspot on your phone real fast so I can connect to it. I'll give you a pack my of cigarettes. World. Yeah. Yeah, Bombard with cigarettes you, for some power world time. Give you my <laughs> cup of noodles. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> welcome to the show, people. You know, so listen uh, or support the show by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers and give some monies that keep the show ad free and going. Like our friends, our friend Leahy, Jason Sams, big shout out to both of them. Robert Noble, shout out to Robert Noble. He's been a Patreon forever. Chad, Henley M, Porchapu, Nipron, the best HP host ever. Evan, Big Daddy Tanaka. Whoa, it changed. Big D. It changed. It's Evan, Big Daddy Tanaka. And Bill Gardner, second of his name. Shout out to all of you for being Patreon machines. We love you all. And, and Evan is a cool guy. Okay, this guy. He never talks to me, but every day, pretty much, he sends me a reel on Instagram. I do. I see that. Random. I did see some recently. He he does it every time. He does it every time, man. Like it's like a if I don't get my Evan Tanaka reel, I think he's dead or something. It's like an update. Like it's like he's telling me, "Hey, man, I'm still alive. I'm still alive. I'm still here." I'm like, "Okay, all right. Evan's Evan's good. I don't have to go send the search team for him. He's still alive." All right, ever since he moved out of Mayo's place, you know, we kind of just worry about him a little bit more. Yeah, now, yeah, you know? he's like, gone. We don't, I actually yeah. had to send him a text the other day. I'm like... Yeah, man, he, he became like family, and then he just left. Like, like, like he just spread his wings and left the nest, and now he doesn't want to talk to us or something, you know? It's, it's like West that teenager... Coast down in L.A. Yeah, That's where it, we be. Like, 
it's like that teenager that moves out of his parents' home and doesn't want to talk to his parents no more. Like, come on, Evan, come back. You know, Evan, we're come about back. to send like a welfare check, a welfare check. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe we in disappointed LA. him. Maybe we disappointed him. He came and met us in real life and he was like, uh, oh, man, these guys are <laughs> like superstars. Now, now they're normal. I, I already live with them. Like, what? what's my next goal in life? I mean, He's got to move with you, Jesus. He's got to move in with you. My ankle, and you know, make me stay with him. Guys, <laughs> break my ankle, make, make me stay there for fucking a whole year. <laughs> See, you don't have to time to the bed. It's already you know, can't move. Hey, but what other podcast is going to open their doors to you like we did? What? Tell me, name another yeah. podcast that you could just be like, "Hey, I'm going to go live in your house for for three months," and they're like, "Oh yeah, cool, no big deal, bro." And then you're like, oh, well, I broke my ankle. Now I got to live here another nine months. And then it, <laughs> like, what other podcast <laughs> would do that? Like, no other podcast would do that, all right? This is the Shelter Podcast. Yeah, we provide safe, the safe space for our listeners. Literally. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back, gentlemen. We are here to talk about Pal World and only Pal World. Any other video games do not exist anymore. Power World has taken over everything. Nothing else exists. Just kidding. Just kidding. Hey, I've been playing something else. I don't know about you. Yeah. I know Jesus, you probably I, have. I have. So I actually ended up playing a little bit more, of, of course, Call of Duty. But problem with that is the season is ending soon. And now it's like the grind to finish the fucking season. And I'm like way behind and, and I'm stressing out about it. I'm, I probably won't beat it, to be honest. I'm going to try, but who knows? But it doesn't matter because I'll still probably buy the next season. You you know you will. Because I'm a sucker, dude. I'm. They show me some stupid fucking skin and some cool trailer, and I'm in. I'm like, oh, I'm in. I'm in. I want this. You know. So yeah, you're probably right, Mail. Anyways, I played some Call of Duty. Of course, it's okay. Modern but Warfare Three. Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, besides that, though. I did end up going back to play some more of that war hospital game where you ran that war hospital in World War yeah, One or whatever. Yeah, you get the ambulance situation figured out? I got it all the figured ambulance. out, man. I, I, I figured that game out. That game, listen, it was really hard for like the first, I would say first six tries. I failed multiple times. And then this last time, my playthrough was like pretty simple. Like I, I just knew what to do. I was like, all right, I knew the mistakes that I did before. And I kind of went in there and addressed all of them. And by the end, I got through all the three chapters. And then the game is over. I thought there was going to be more to it. I, I was like, this game is only three chapters? Like, like honestly, it felt kind of short for what it is. Like, yeah, it was a $30 game or whatever. It wasn't like a full price game. Or maybe it was 50 I don't remember. But it, uh, it feels very short for what it's offering, you know? Like... I got to chapter three and then I beat it. And then it's like, oh, game, like the game really kind of ends without like any like big splash. It's just like, oh, the game is over now. The war ended, blah, blah, blah. And then you have like a little cutscene where it shows you being arrested for war crimes or something because you were like a horrible fucking doctor. Oh, and I'm nice. like, dude, I'm like, I'm being, I'm being accused of what? Like, like they, they said I was ruthless and inefficient, but it's like, if you look at the, <laughs> the the kills and the heals that I have, because like there's a counter on the top that says how many people have died and how many people you've saved. And, okay, and it said saved, I had like like 
456 people saved that I like, you know, did operations and did them successfully. And then I had like 250 something people dead. And then I had like, like I took in like 40 civilians off the street and like help them give them a space to stay. You know, I did deny a lot of civilians, but I took in like 40 of them anyways. And then I said, you were ruthless and efficient. I'm like, how is that ruthless and inefficient when I have double the amounts of people healed and going back out to battle opposed to dead people and my, like, I still fucking gave a lot of people shelter. Like, it was kind of confusing to me, like, how they, how that metric is even measured, you know? Like, do I have to save everyone? Like, that's impossible in this game, dude. Because the game even tells you, you, there's times where you will have to sacrifice people to be able to save other people or like just to save supplies. Like you just don't have the supplies to operate on people and you have to let them die because by the time you order the supplies and get them in, they're going to die anyway. So you have to let them die. And it was kind of like a bullshit. It kind of pissed me off. I like Frostpunk better, dude. Honestly, Frostpunk is definitely the better game. And, uh, this game is just, it felt like a lot of the choices didn't really even matter. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you get a lot of choices in the game where in the middle of an operation, it'll it'll pop up and it'll say, like, oh, a complication popped up. And it'll say, oh, this guy, during operation, he's had a high fever. What do you want us to do? And it'll be, like, continue the procedure as normal, which increases the difficulty for the doctor. Or it'll be, like, add a, <clears throat> add cold compresses to the person's body to try to cool them down. Or inject them with antibiotics to try to lower their fever. Well, if you don't have a certain upgrade to your hospital, you cannot inject them. If you don't have the medicines, you cannot inject them. If you don't have um, some other upgrade, you cannot apply the cold compresses. So you have to just proceed as normal. And if they die, they die. And then the other, uh, the opposite to a complication would be a, like a, a what's, what's opposite of a complication? It'd be like a... Whatever, whatever the fuck it is. I can't think of the word right now. I know the word. I just can't think of it. <laughs> but um, you, um, oh, they call it a simplification of the surgery. Where, like, all of a sudden in the middle of the surgery, it'll pop up and it'll say, hey, this doctor was able to reduce the, the, the recovery time of this patient by, by eight hours. Or this patient is now, like, uh, you can adjust the surgery to make it way easier for the doctor without any risk to the patient. Or you can, like, adjust it to save resources so we use less medicine to heal them. Or you can just proceed as normal. Or it'll be like, oh, this guy, uh, you know, we were able to identify, like, some extra thing on his body and we were able to take it out without any complication. And it'll say morale rises. Because you do have a, morale re a, mo a morality meter or whatever. So it'll say morale got raised because of a shorter recovery time or whatever. And that's about it really in, in terms of the options and choices. Like it doesn't hit you with big major choices to make kind of like in Frostpunk, you know, where you have to feed people sawdust or whatever, you know, or, or make children work or whatever the fuck. Like it doesn't have that in this game. It almost seems like it wants to do it, <clears throat> but they don't fully commit to it. And the choices are kind of like uh, half baked in and it really doesn't, pull the weight that the Frostpunk game kind of does with their choices. Now, I'm hoping Frostpunk and the new game that comes out, which is Frostpunk 2. Wow, what a great name, right? What a great name to a sequel. Just add a number two to it. Anyways, Frostpunk 2, I hope that the choices they have in this game 
that they either kept them pretty similar to the first game or added a few more options but didn't overthink it you know what i mean and when i when yeah. i say by that guys i don't want them to be overthinking oh fuck if if we put this choice in the game is it too controversial like like what if we take out the option to let children work you know like like what oh, like yeah, fuck yeah. that you know like fuck something that. Like Keep more woke or i don't know if that would be woke yeah. or not. i don't know yeah like, like just to not be not to to not be so controversial or whatever they'll try to like simplify and dumb down some of the choices you know what i mean i i just hope they don't go that route because this game it seems like they wanted to have some dark choices but they just didn't commit to it at all because there really never is any dark choice the darkest choice you can make in the game is to kill someone but that really just comes with the territory of being a fucking surgeon in a hospital right like some guy running a a war hospital you know some people will die because you just don't have the manpower, the doctors, the, the medicine to heal them. And when they come in from the battlefield, they don't even say on their card, like, you know, it'll have a status on their card where before you take them to surgery, before you put them to a certain doctor, it'll say their card. They're going to be like, all right, this guy is either good, which is the best position they could be in. It'll be good, stable, uh, serious, critical, and then terminal. It'll say on their card what it is. Now, if they get to critical or serious, then you really got to start operating on him. If they're at terminal, no matter what you do to try to save him, maybe if you just put him in surgery right away, <clears throat> you might be able to save them. But even then, most of the time when you when they say terminal and you try to put him in a surgery, it'll show a little black skull on their card saying like, "This guy's gonna die no matter what you do here." Like if like they're gonna die when you put him in surgery. So why why waste those resources? You know what I mean? Like why waste the 12 medicine that you could use on another patient, you know, or two other patients to save them. Like, you know, and why make your doctor tired trying to save this guy because it's so complicated to save when you can save two or three other people by doing, just letting him die, you know? And that's about the darkest choice you can make in the game. You let people die. But like I said, I think that comes with the territory of being a war hospital manager, doctor, general guy, or whatever you are. But yeah. Maybe, I, I don't know. So is that one, all, I can't remember, is that one also in early access, the War Hospital? No. Because you did say it was a complete game. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I think, yeah, where like uh, Frostpunk just has that more of the, the book of laws and, you know, as you play the game, you can, you know, you make those choices or you don't have to, right? You can do it or not do it, which I like. I like the fact yeah. that you can skip something where, yeah, yeah that's... So that's that. I mean, that's that game's been fully flushed out. And I hope that, you know, with with Frostpunk and the second one, you know, we get a lot of different choices. I don't care. Hey, if it's the same thing and, you know, it's just a new and improved Frostpunk, I'm all about it. More maps. Oh, oh, oh for sure. Like the new Frostpunk looks pretty cool, man. Like watching that uh that gameplay trailer that they revealed at the it Xbox. It was dark. Thing. Yeah, that, that was dark um, as hell. I don't mean by choice style, but just more graphically. Art style. Uh, is, is it pretty like much. Away, wasn't like yeah, yeah, month? yeah. I think so. Or they say twenty twenty four sometime. I think first quarter of twenty twenty four. So you're probably right. Next month or the month after. But uh, that game looks more of like a city management game now than uh, than uh, try to survive the storm. I think it's still it'll still have that aspect of it. But I think you'll even have more choices in the city and and how to proceed on how to build your city up. You know what I mean? Because, of course, it's a sequel to the first game. So, technically, in the first game, you built 
the generators and you save the people. But in this one, it's more about saving the people and sustaining the city once you saved everyone, you know, and, and continuing to survive the cold or whatever and the storms coming in. Uh, because in the new one, it shows like uh, like people protesting, protesting your choices or whatever that like you've made, the laws you passed. And then it also shows like uh, people demanding more like more freedom or like we want better like workers rights or we want our children to go to school and stuff like that, you know, and people demanding that kind of stuff. But it also shows like um, certain aspects of it shows maybe in the beginning of the game when you're not the complete ruler or whatever that you have to have like you have like a Congress or whatever, like in your city, like with representatives or whatever. And then you have to um, propose laws to be passed instead of just passing them yourself. Yeah, that would be good. I'd like that. you You have to sway the people to vote in your favor to pass a certain law, you know what I mean? Because it, 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 like I saw part of it that said like, propose a new law to uh, enact certain school hours or whatever, and then it said propose, and then the guy proposed it, and then it said you need fifty two votes to pass this law. You only got forty seven. You failed. This law did not pass. So there's kind of like a Congress system in the game now, where you have like a, a voting thing where you're. You're trying to sway people to vote in your favor. Maybe you do favors for them. Maybe you, whatever you know. So that kind of looks kind of like like a like like they really kind of are taking it to the next level of what Frostpunk two should be or what Frostpunk one should you know have as a sequel. Yeah. But like I said, it- War War Hospital doesn't do it. It just doesn't go there. And like I said, on top of that, the game feels very short. Like. A, once the third chapter is over, it's like the game is over. Like oh, there is no there there is no other mode in the game. It's just the campaign and there's no challenge mode. There's no endless mode. There's no uh other like types of modes in the game, which maybe they should have released an endless mode update or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, like Frostpunk um, did, yeah. Which I enjoyed. Yeah. Cause you know, Frostpunk did they didn't have it at launch, but they eventually added the endless mode. And that really brought a lot into the game, you know, where you could just go in there and try to survive as long as you can playing it or whatever, you know. But this this one, this War Hospital game, which, yeah, I'm comparing it to Frostpunk because people do, based on the dark reality of what it is and, and how dark the, the game is or whatever, but uh, and the morality choices or whatever in the game, that's why people compare it to Frostpunk. But it really has nothing to do with Frostpunk. There's no... Um, there's no correlation between the developer and the publisher to Frostpunk. I, I think it's a completely different uh, developer and publisher from from Frostpunk. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, but, but I get it, Jesus. I know what you're saying where, uh, and you hit on something that, that I really just got excited about because I thought, oh, that would be great to have. Because in, again, I'm just going to keep going back to Frostpunk where that that's the the God game aspect of it where you just pass a law, right? And then you hear the announcement, a new law has been passed. But I thought, who, if you could actually actually have like a, a committee or a Congress or something there to where, you know, you could propose the law uh, and put your best fight forward in that, where that would be, that would be nice rather than just clicking on the button going, look, I'm just passing a new law. Cause I'm, this is a God game and it's a city builder and, I make fucking rolls, right? Where yeah, and, and, I do want that challenge. I'd like to have that it's, challenge it's in gonna, the second one. It's gonna be cool having a a challenge to like try to sway people, right? And like have them try to like be on your side and like doing people favors, or maybe not just doing them favors, but maybe forcing them to be on your side so they can get 
something that they need. You know what I mean? Maybe they need medicine. Maybe they need doctors. And, oh, you want doctors in your district? Well, maybe you should help me pass this law, and then I'll add a new clinic in your district. You know what I mean? Like, you know, because I think the the way the, the game is going to work is going to have districts in your city. Like, you'll have a different district for different things. And, like, of course, you know, the engineers will probably be the rich district, and the regular workers will be, like, in the poor districts. And we'll see how all that works. Yeah. Um, but, uh... But yeah, it sounds like I'm not going to pick up War Hospital if that's the, you know... It's- Based on what I what I've said and what I've played and what I've experienced, um, I mean it's a thirty dollar game. I, I don't think it's it's really worth the thirty dollars, man. I would say wait on a sell. Now people are gonna argue, oh, it's thirty dollars, Jesus, it's not sixty. Yeah, but the 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 value you get for the thirty dollars, you're better off buying Power World. Honestly, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, like it's just the game really just ends and it's or not Frostpunk. that long. Yeah, or go buy Frostpunk on a sale, dude. Like, le- legitimately, go buy Frostpunk. That game saw is good. Frostpunk for like ten dollar range the other day on Steam. Yeah, I think it's been I on. Wouldn't... If you're on Xbox, it's been on Game Pass for like a year now. Yeah, I don't know if it's just PC or also console. No, I think it's on both. It's on both. It on both. And it's even on the cloud version of Xbox. I think you could play it through the cloud streaming thing. Which is now available on iPhone, or it's going to be pretty soon. But I'm sure it's because... also on PlayStation. I don't know about Switch. Oh, it is. It is on PlayStation. War Hospital is on PlayStation as well. And it's also on the Xbox. But like I said, if you want this style of game where, there's like, where it's greedy and hard to make these choices, go for Frostpunk, where this game is good, but I think they need a lot to work on. And I think they... I'm, I'm waiting to see what the developer does. Because... Reviews on on Steam are in, like on a mix right now. They're like at a three star range, maybe six out of ten. Whereas Frostpunk, the reviews are fucking way higher. I think. Let's look at Frostpunk. Frostpunk Steam. Yeah, Frostpunk is nine out of ten on Steam. You know what I mean? It's mostly positive. Yeah. So, and that's based on eighty two thousand reviews. And War Hospital only has five hundred and something reviews. <laughs> so like you could tell how much more popular Frostpunk was at launch than War Hospital is. I don't think it launched at a very uh like I don't I don't think it sold a lot of copies. So I'm waiting to see what the developer, which is called the Brave Lamb Studios, I'm waiting to see what they what they do. What like if they're gonna support the game or they're gonna just drop it and go on to the next thing, you know, and try to like scrape up as much money as they they can out of this to try to work on their next game, you know, because yeah. it does suck. It doesn't seem like it's sold very well, but you, you never know. know says, right? Yeah. You know what it says here, Jesus about, um, you know, it's talk. I was kind of Googling Frostpunk too, but it says, uh, Frostpunk beyond the ice is a free to play mobile game coming to Android and iOS with early access. Uh, so that was as of January 10th. So can't believe I missed that. I've I've heard about their their mobile game. They've been talking about it on Steam for a while. Yeah, I'll see if it's I, I just, uh, I just on thought iOS they had it, here. I mean, I not available now, but I thought they abandoned it because they just didn't. They announced that last two years ago, like in the middle of the year, yeah, two years it is, ago. Jesus. And I thought they uh, uh, they abandoned it. No, it's okay. Coming soon. I'll just go ahead and get it. So when it when it's actually ready. Uh, so pre order expected February first. So t- a couple days. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know what? Days. I'm gonna I'm gonna add that to my yeah to my list as well because 
That's that's uh, that might be a fun game to play on my phone. Yeah, should be available on I think Thursday. But um, uh, yeah. So I ended up beating that or whatever. Played more Call of Duty. And uh, what else did I play? I ended up. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what else I played. I have not played any Power World because I just haven't. Well, you did, uh, but it was crashing on you. It did, dude. I, I went to my Xbox version on Game Pass, fucking Hobo Game Pass, and it didn't fucking want to launch my shit. So I ended up starting a new character again, started building my base again. Then I kind of was like, you know what? I need to go to bed. I got to work tomorrow. And I never went back to it. I was just like, nah. But now, you know what? I see you guys playing on Steam. We're probably all going to end up playing together. So I just got it on Steam and said, fuck it, I'll play on Steam. So now I just got to start a new character on Steam, and uh, we'll go from there. Nice. But um, that's really all I've played. What about you guys? Uh, besides Power World, what have you been playing? You want me to jump in, Gunny? Yeah, go ahead. I, I don't know what else you've been playing over there, but the only thing besides Power World for me, Jesus, is I picked up uh, The Last of Us 2, the remake or remaster. I can't remember which one it is. Oh, nice. The, PS, the PS5 version. And uh, I have started playing that, and uh, so I'm kind of just kind of casually playing. I've probably got like maybe to like eighteen to twenty percent range of the campaign done already, according to PlayStation. Uh, maybe five hours of playing time. Well, okay. What part of the story are you at? Have you reached the so, Abbey part yet? Yeah. So I did the part where we played Abbey, and and where I don't know if it's considered a spoiler or not. You, we know we all know what happens. We talked about it before. You know what she does to Joel. Um, that that has already happened, and I basically go to like a town i think i might be in seattle already i don't know if the whole game is just trying to get through parts of seattle yeah it is really it is it's just yeah so, so i'm like because i'm like because you're like on a horse you know and you get into a town area and they're like okay you got to go over here then you have to go over here yeah. you have this map and um i cleared most of the areas and i left that area and we got information that we don't know about abby yet like we just know that we think she might be over in this radio tower and so we're okay. going over to a radio tower. It's either a TV tower or a radio tower. Um, and we're run, we ran into that group, and we've killed a couple of those people. And we think we're following Tommy. He had a couple of people tied up in a room. We found him dead. And we were like, okay, this is Tommy. You know, we think it was him that tied these people up. And that, that's about where I'm at. So I don't know. I okay. Mean, and, that, and Mayo, that's where I left off on uh, playing the original game, by the way. Um, that was yeah. just over the last couple of days. So so what I've been doing, so... Uh, um, my girlfriend actually watched the TV series and she knows about the series now. So she wanted to watch me play. So she's into the story. So I'm only playing it when both of us are home. So I'm not like okay. playing it without her. And so she's watching me play and we're finding all the stuff, like all the little notes and reading them and just taking our time through it. Like, I don't think it's gonna be a big hurry to through, go through it. I know it's a kind of like, I heard it's like a grind. It's like a long game. You get all the way there and you have to go all the way back or whatever it is. And so people didn't like that. Yeah. But so far I've, I've enjoyed it, and the game looks amazing. Like, I don't know how much of it is the remaster of it in in effect, but it just seems very cinematic, and it has just looked really good. And I, I'm playing it in fidelity mode, but you know, playing does that run? Does too. that run at sixty or thirty? Uh, I think it's sixty four K. I think. Okay. It, well, no, it might be like fourteen. I don't even know. I didn't look into it. I just know I I ran it in fidelity mode because I cause I want the frames, but it still looks really really good. You know on uh, on the fidelity mode um but very cinematic you know it's a lot of like story parts up with like the guitar and this and that and i know there's some stuff with the with this mode mm. that comes with like some more levels and some like making of kind of things too and i haven't dove into any of that 
just doing the major, you know, main campaign. Um, the biggest thing I, you know, run into the only time I really die is like by clickers. <laughs> you know, I've died a couple times by them damn things. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they just instantly cool. grab you and kill you. You know, there's yeah. a couple of scenes where you like sneak around and you you like as soon you gotta as you run and you gotta you, run. Yeah, as soon as one sees you, <laughs> man, it just attracts all of them. You have to be. Like you have to. They're fast. Yeah. You have to be fast with the counter button or whatever to stab them really fast. Yeah. And well, so there's I, two I, of I them. It's hard. Yeah. But, I mean, it good game so far. Like I said, I'm really enjoying it. There's some you know, little typical video game things. Like, you're kind of creeping with the one girl. I can't remember what her name is. Who's with you? Her her, lady. Oh, yeah. her girlfriend. I forget her name, yeah, too. Um, I can't remember her name. I want to say it starts with a J. Uh, I don't know. Either way, there's been times where I like I'll hide, you know, I'm hiding behind a counter, and um, there's like a bad guy like walking in the room, and she's just kind of standing out in the open, and then the, <laughs> you know, the computer that walks by, like right by her practically and doesn't see her, or she's like crouched, but she's like crouched in the middle of the floor, yeah, the computer, uh, like walks by, yeah. and <laughs> you know, I have have a little bit of that going on every once in a while, but um, it's been good. Like I said, it's uh. It's just been a little bit of a slow process, but we really enjoying it, and it looked really good with the snow and the horses and all that part. And the, you know, the blizzard part kind of—I call it a blizzard part—but there's a ton of snow at the beginning. And then, then I got to the part where you, when you're in the city, like it's like spring or summer, and there's just vegetation everywhere. You know, everything's kind of grown over. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's like a courthouse. Like I just got done do the area of the courthouse, and then there's like some okay. places and stuff if that helps you a little more. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's where I'm at. Um, like I said, nice. uh, I, I like that. I like that game. I like it quite a bit. I mean, I, I, I remember I liked the city of Seattle. Like, the setting of it was kind of cool. Um, but I just, I remember the game did feel like a kind of a grind at a certain point. But a part of me does want to play it again. <laughs> like, a, like a, a part of me really wants to play it again. I'm like, I really should just go back through that game again because I want to experience it again. But I'm like, I already played it once. Do I really want to go through it again? Like, I know I want to right now, but once I start it, am I going to want to go through it again, you know? Like, I don't know. I'm reading something really here that says that says the performance mode, the, the one that you're playing in Fidelity, it's actually full native 4K resolution, but it is locked at 30. And uh, okay. It feels pretty the, smooth. The performance oh, yeah, mode, it's going to be, yeah. Performance mode targets 60 FPS, but it renders it at 1440 and then upscales it to 4K. And then it has 120... Like it has a unlocked frame rate resolution mode where I should try it, that it, since I have a 120 hertz TV and all that stuff. Yeah, it I'll says it if it says if your TV supports 120 hertz, if you do that mode, it'll I think it lowers it to a uh, 1440p, but it it does it with the VR variable variable refresh rate. It'll try to hit 120 at most times. So. Man, maybe you want, maybe you, maybe you enjoyed. Try all three of them. Uh, the problem with that is though, I did that with. Uh, <laughs> remember Spider Man? <laughs> I did that. Yeah. I went from from thirty to sixty. I was playing at thirty for the longest time. Then I went to sixty. Then I played it for sixty for a while, and then I tried to go back to thirty because of the four K. And I couldn't fucking do it, man. Yeah, I was like, this like, is no. choppy as fuck. What the fuck is this shit? It was, I fucked myself up. I should have just yeah. stayed at fucking 4K30 maybe, the whole time. Maybe I'll leave it, leave it where I have a setting. So I'm not noticing an issue. Like, Because yeah, yeah, you will notice the choppy. I didn't notice it at first yeah. when I was playing Spider-Man. And then and then I went to 60 for a little bit. And I was playing it at 60, 120 or, or 1080, 60 or whatever. And then I ended up going back to 4K30. And I was like, what? 
Why is this a slideshow when I'm swinging through the fucking city? What the hell's going on? Yeah. You don't know fast <laughs> until you see fast, right? Yeah. yeah you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Every once in a while, speaking of Spider-Man, I kind of want to dive back into that. Like, I beat the game, the campaign. You know, there's, like, side stuff you can do. But then I'm like, yeah. nah. Then I'm like, yeah, I should play it. You know, every once in a while, I just feel like swinging around the city. You know, it's just kind of like. It's cool to just fly around and fuck yeah, people up. Do a couple random You know things. what they need to do? They need to make a Batman game like that game. Where you're, like, don't get me wrong. The last few Batman games were decent. You know, like Arkham Knight, uh, whatever, Arkham City, and and uh, Arkham Asylum. They were fun. But what those games didn't have was. Like an open, like, I mean, they had an open city, but everyone was bad guys. Mostly, you know what I mean? Like, there wasn't really, Yeah, like, unless you ran across, like, Catwoman or something, but, yeah. Or, or you ran in, like... But it was mostly around, bad guys, like, yeah. Like, cops that needed help or whatever, that's where you ran into. Yeah, but like, it would be, like, cops or something. But, like, they should make a, like, a, like a, a Gotham City game where they, like, they recreate Gotham City as best as they can. They just gotta pick a movie, like... All right, we're taking inspiration from this movie, this movie, and this movie, and we're making that Gotham City right there. And then it's a big open city like New York or whatever, with but it, it'll be the Gotham style where like it has Wayne Industries and all that shit. And then and then we're gonna make it an open world Batman game like Spider Man, where you're you know, you're running around as Batman in a city that's like that has like people like the penguin and Two Face, the Joker, fucking you know, uh, Poison Ivy, you know, all the motherfucking characters you know from Batman, and then you fight them one like one by one or whatever, or they all team up against you or something. You know what I mean? Wouldn't that be a cool game? Like a, that would be. Yeah, you know, I was like thinking about Batman. I was thinking about something, Jesus. Where so if you take those games, I think all those are. I know that they're. Are they mostly made by the the game studio Rocksteady? Right. Yeah, I think yeah, they're, they're all. Yeah. They're yeah. all made by Rock City, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm and they're the ones was... right now. They're the ones that are making the Justice League, so they're going to be working on that for a bit, right? Because they got the season passes coming out. But I'm saying, why not after that game, take the money you make off of Justice League, and go to WB and say, "Hey, look, yeah, we know that Spider-Man has been really successful and they've done a good job with it. We think we could do a good job with Batman, but we want to make a Batman game that's not just about fighting all these bad guys." We want to put him in a city and like, how about you make it like a, the do, like, what, Bruce Wayne parts where he's like, you know, like, yeah, Spider-Man where he's like, yeah, well, Spider-Man, we can yeah. Do Bruce Wayne slash like a, like a few Bruce Wayne parts where you're like in a, yeah, you get, uh, like, fucking Harvey Dent as a lawyer or something. Yeah. Yeah. You have Harvey Dent in the next movie, you know? Yeah. yeah the and then, then you'll make it to where Harvey Dent is the lawyer guy, the, the prosecutor. And then he becomes the bad guy in the middle of the game or something. Cause something happened to him and he became two face or whatever. And then you could have it to where, you know, the penguin is in it and all these bad guys, you know, that, that were sometime at one point good. And then they turn evil for some reason and you got to go fight them for whatever reason. And you can make a pretty decently long game with all those characters and then like even make a sequel if it does good enough. But what I'm saying is like, like they should really go to WB and say, Hey, look, we see Spider-Man has done this and we think we could do it just as good. Like, like you can even do it to where like the 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 Bruce Wayne parts, Mayo. You can have it to where maybe in those parts you're kind of going to Wayne Industries and you're kind of telling the people what to make next for Batman. You know, you could say like, oh, I want an upgrade for the Batmobile. I want an upgrade for this armor. I want an upgrade for 
for this grappling gun or whatever. I want an upgrade for this smoke bomb thing or this fucking boomerang battering fucking thing that I use. Or, you know, like you can, like, that's how you do your upgrades where you're doing that part. You know, you go to, you go to Wayne Industries and you do your little upgrades and then you go do, and then you can even have a part in the game where he's, you're Batman in the open world. But you know how in the movie, like, they make Batman, like, they, they call him a vigilante or whatever, and they kind of, like, turn against him or whatever, like the cops do, and they want to arrest him? You can even have a part in the game of that, where, like, the cops are now after the Joker, but they're also after Batman because they're, like, fucking Batman who's getting in our fucking way, and he's also the bad guy, so we're going to arrest him, too. And now you got to run from the cops and the fucking other bad guys. Like, you that would what? be a cool we'll game. We'll do that. We'll do that, Jesus, and we'll make it, like... It'll be almost like somebody will say, hey, they took the best of like Spider-Man and movies. Cyberpunk and Spider-Punk and, and Cyberpunk, you know, like yeah. it's kind of looking like that map and it's kind of brutal. Like, yeah, that's that's what we yeah, want. A dark, a dark fucking game, like in a brutal fucking world. And then like you could, you could just be driving around the city and someone's getting mugged and you could pull over and jump out and beat the fucking thugs up or whatever. And then you can add like, like eventually you can like upgrade your car and then. Your car's all the way upgraded, then you unlock the flying fucking bat fucking airplane bat thing wing, or whatever. Bat wing, right? Yeah, and then yeah. you fly around the, yeah. you know, you can, then the... Now you can fly around too, male. And then you unlock the motorcycle and you can fucking drive around in the motorcycle. You can have all kinds of cool shit in the game, dude. Come on. What the fuck is Rock yeah. City doing? Jesus, Jesus is excited over here already. Can't you tell? He's ready to play. Come on. Fucking Rock City, I'll give you my money right now, bro. You don't even gotta tell me like it's it's gonna come out in We know they can years. do it. They just need to ask for more time and more money, right? Yeah, from okay, uh, just WB. Look, yeah, like tell WB, look, man, stop laying people off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have to hire a bunch of people and we'll have this done in five fucking years. We're gonna copy all the movies and all the cool parts of the movies, and then we're gonna just fucking do it. All right, and then we need a lot of money. But we promise you, we'll make a lot of money back. Because I guarantee, if they if they do that game, they could totally, totally make all that money back and then some. Because the Batman games are not exclusive to a platform, so they could just say, "Fuck it, we're releasing it on everything. We're coming everything. out on Steam. Yep. We're coming everywhere. out on Xbox. We're coming out on on PS5, Xbox, and Steam on everything. Day one." Here you go. Here's this badass looking game, and you can make some cool fucking trailer for it. Oh, dude, I'm in. I'm fucking sold. If I was a WB exec, I'd be like, "Where, where do I sign? Where, what do I need to do here? Where, where do I sign? God damn it! You need yeah, to hire how many million dollars? Here you go. Check. You need, you need to hire three hundred people. We're done. Tell Embracer Group to send all their employees over here. Yeah. Anybody gets laid off over there, bring them over here. Yeah, dude, think about it. That could be a fucking Batman game in the terms, in the way of Spider-Man. But then you add the cool car, you add the cool motorcycle, you add the fucking cool little airplane Batwing thing, and then you're fucking golden, dude. And then you make a sequel where he meets Robin or something, or something stupid, you know, like, if you want to make a sequel. You may, oh, make, we're making a sequel now, and the sequel is where he meets Robin, we'll have him meet Robin. between Robin and Batman. <laughs> oh, yes! Okay, listen, at the end of the first game, you're going to meet some little orphan kid or something in the streets, and then you're gonna. Uh, what's your name? And the kid's gonna be crying or something. It'd be like a like a like a little kid crying. 
And he's gonna look up and say, "I don't have a name." And then, like a little robin bird will land next to him. Or, or and, and then like Batman does he meet Robin in a circus? Like I don't fucking know how he meets him. But I, this is how we're gonna meet. Him. Listen, I'm telling you I'm how we're gonna. Listen, remember. we're gonna. This is how we're gonna meet him in a game. We're gonna meet him as a little orphan child that you see on the street, and then you rescue him. And and, Bat, and Bruce Wayne is like, "Kid, well, what's your name?" He's like, I don't know name. And then a fucking Robin bird is going to land next to him on his feet. He's like, all right, kid. I'm going to call you Robin. And then the game <laughs> ends. Roll, roll fucking credits. Boom, motherfucker. We got our sequel set up. We're going to have Robin in the next game. Fuck yeah, let's do this. And then the next game could be like a Last of Us game where you're escorting Robin through a fucked up Gotham. And then you're trying to help him. And then the third game will it's be all where Robin, heads, not zombies. Yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah, listen, yeah, same thing. And listen, and then, the third game, and then the third game is going to be where where Batman gets killed, and then Robin goes on a revenge spree. And listen, I got all these good ideas, man. Come on, all you got to do is copy all the Sony games, copy Spider Man, right. copy The Last of Us, and we're fucking gold. We'll make millions of dollars here, guys. Come hey, on now. Batman could be like, "Hey, boy, come on." Well, me boy, boy, come boy. on, boy. <laughs> yeah, there, there we go. <laughs> boy, I told you not to do that. We only break the bad guys' backs. We don't kill them. We must. We must train more, boy. We we need to pre- keep training. <laughs> you, you were supposed to kill them, boy. You're supposed to just break their back and ask them to talk to you. Afterwards. I can just see the IGN reviews now. You know. A God of War ripoff or a real Batman game? <laughs> oh, fuck it. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> this is what we need, man, in the industry. Innovation, bro. Listen, you can't beat them. You fucking steal their ideas. That's what Power yes. World is teaching us. Listen, if we learn anything from Power World is the following. If you cannot beat the motherfuckers, and you can't get them sold on your idea, then just fucking steal their idea and just copy it and make it your idea. That's all, it. Batman, all, all Rocksteady has to do to defend themselves is be like, oh, you guys copy Spider-Man. How? Uh, Batman's a fucking superhero in Gotham City. Like, he could run yeah, around. Well, I, I watched, or I didn't watch, I listened to a podcast. I put it in the Discord. Um, uh, Heglaw, he covers a lot of video game stuff, and he was talking about Power World. And he was saying, yeah. you know, like, Nintendo really doesn't have a whole lot they can stand on. But he was I saying, watched like, that same video, I think. You you can't, um, you can't, I guess you can't copy, you can't copy an idea. Like, an idea of a game. So, like, you can make a game just like Pokemon. Like, that plays the same way. But you couldn't have, like, Pokemon characters in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you can't copy an idea of in a game. You just can copy, like, artwork and stuff is where you get in trouble. And names. But, yeah. Well, but, uh, you know, Pokemon the, names. Back to The Last of Us, Jesus. Something, I don't know if it's this game in particular of something that they've done, some magic over there on their end on what, but I feel like the audio was really good in this game. Um, I have not noticed it on any other PS5 titles. Yeah. Um, I have a an Atmos soundbar with Adobe Atmos, and it's it's like an OG soundbar. Yeah. But um, it has uh, Adobe Atmos and everything in it. But, like, I'll be, like, in the menus, and it, the directional audio is really good. Like, I can hear, like, the person, I, has her girlfriend, when she's walking around, I can hear, like, on the left side of the room, right side of the room, where they're walking. Or, like, whether they're pacing behind me, 
and all that yeah. stuff through the the stereo speakers, spatial? like like the spatial Sound. audio. Like they did a really good, and I don't know if the old one was like that or not. If it's something they improved upon, uh, it, I'm assuming it, they probably enhanced it a little bit. But it was really good in the first really, game too. It's really good in this one. Like I've noticed it more than any other game I played. Like I played, you no, know, I played God of War on here, and I played Spider Man on here, and I played yeah. all these games on there. And I've never noticed it so much. In this game, I really, really notice it. And there, there is some audio that I think it comes out of the controller as well. Yeah, the bit, clicker noises. Yeah. The I clicker know. noises, your flashlight, your uh, maybe like your walkie-talkie that you have or something. I don't know. But I know yeah. like there's a few things um, that come out of your your speaker. I don't think I've seen yeah, you can hear the, the, the other, enemies the talking. Thing there. With the controller, Jesus, it has the haptic feedback. So firing the gun. Yep feels really good so like in the controls like the triggers are tight then when the shot fires it kind of collapses in you know until you're and then you when you reload or you get ready to refire you know yeah. so like it, it feels that that tension is in there and it feels nice to like fire that always throws me off in some games i always forget that that exists and then i start playing a game like fucking pandora or some game, some shooting game right i'll go around there and i'll start playing a shooting game like like even call of duty and i'm like oh fuck i forget that these things exist like, like the triggers yeah. with the guns or whatever. Like, and I know, oh, fuck, I know that's cool. something new they supported, right? Maybe the old one didn't have that. And that's something yeah, something new with the, with the remake. And then the other thing is too, like in the beginning of the game, and I guess maybe the first one on the PS4 or whatever had it, where like Joel was playing the guitar, and you gotta like, yeah. you gotta hold on, you gotta push a direction on the analog stick for the for the note, and then you gotta like brush your finger across the touchpad or part of the controller. For him to strum the, you know, strum the beat, you know, and then you have to like play a couple of songs. There's, there's been like two or three times where I've had to play songs with the guitars, Joel, before, you know, what happens to him. But mm-hmm. um, and that was kind of neat. So, and then there's a scene where you're Ellie. You find a, I found a guitar and I played a song, and she starts singing kind of like with the song that Joel had sung, like a little bit of it. And so, like, like that was kind of cool. But like I said, very much a cinematic experience. Um, it's very well, yeah, told that was so far, and it just looks amazing. It's, it's got really good scenes. And it's, you know, been really good. I've been really enjoying it. And I don't regret, you know, the $50 purchase price for this, like, one bit. Considering, one, I've never played it. But, two, just how smooth it is and, and how it looks. And it's just it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, that and was pretty, uh, I wouldn't say very emotional, but it was it was great. And, like I said, The Last of Us 2, kind of in the beginning of the game where, yeah. when they're at the camp and uh, when Ellie comes to talk to Joel. Yeah, and that was uh, the, that was the part really with when, when. We're going to see that probably in the show. Joel. When when she finds Joel and all that stuff, you know, Jesus, uh, that was pretty graphic. I was surprised how they did that as well. Yeah. I don't remember. You know, that was like, oh, wow, that was pretty impressive the way, the way they did it and everything. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. So good stuff, though. But I, that's pretty much all I've been playing. You know, we, we, you know, I've been playing Power World, of course, and I'll let Gunny talk about what he's been playing before we talk about Power World. Cause yeah, we'll Power talk about World, that a little bit, little, to dig into little bit later. Yeah. So we'll we'll probably talk about that yeah. more. That's it. Just uh, the Last of Us remake for me, and then Power World. Yeah, nice. So, uh, yeah. Besides Power World, we'll talk more about it later. Uh, since me and May have been playing a lot of that, uh, we're probably right at where each other's levels are as well. So, but um, I did get a chance to play uh, Fortnite with Ryan, Mister Gibson, um, and that was fun jumping in there because he was on Xbox and he messaged me and he's like. Like, I'm like, oh, no, I've got it on the Epic Store. He goes, no, it shouldn't be an issue. Of course, I knew it was crossplay, but yeah. So we just did like a uh, the voice chat on over on the PC through Xbox and then just jumped in a lobby together. And we played uh, duos with no build. And, you know, like I said, I rarely do I ever fire that game up. But 
it is a fun game. I do enjoy it. The no build. Um, and of course, Ryan, he's like level 105 of the battle pass, but I'm like I'm like level six here. But I did. I did get the battle pass. Early Jesus Ryan over there with the Fortnite battle pass. <laughs> no, it's free, right? You just have to rake up and get the coins and then it's easy to oh, get. Oh, he's playing so. the free one. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So that's all. I don't know. He might have the paid one. So he had some pretty nice uh, cosmetics. He, he on. probably got the paid one. He listen. Oh, yeah. He's he's big bucks. Ryan now. OK, that's what we call him. That's what I heard. They call him in the streets now. They call him big money bags. Ryan. And now he's got all the battle passes over there, okay? He's got all the skins. Got all the skins. <laughs> yeah, he, he's good, yeah. Yeah, but uh, that was fun, man. I think, um, I mean, we <laughs> we were just coming in like 20th place, 20th place, you know? But some of those guys were really good because Ryan wanted to go to a lot of those places that, you know, had uh, some of the better weapons and, you know, shit like that. So, but it was cool, man. I had I had a lot of fun, but I'll tell you about the last match that we had. We jumped in. And I think it was before we went to some island or whatever. You could just have all these fucking like all this loot fucking just spit out a bunch of good stuff. And um, and then we just got we just got murked after that. But um, and I thought, oh, I'm getting better at this, you know, kind of playing duos and, you know, and I'm staying close to them. And we're like, all right, we see those guys down there. Let's go fuck them up. And we were doing that, too. But we get to this part where. I come up and one of my strategies, I've always said it on here is where I'm like, okay, I'll see guys. They see me. They start firing. It's time for me to take cover. You know, either I flank them because they don't expect it. um, But uh, or like, I'll just make sure I find cover. You know, my health is good. I've got the weapon ready to go, you know, come around the hill and just start fucking shooting from one side. But man, if I didn't do something boneheaded, stupid today where we come up on this house and there's like there's like this roof part in front of me. That's like like right at fucking eye level. And there's a guy getting in the car and Ryan's like, they're getting in the car. I'm like, all right, I, I cut the street covered. And then there was like a guy just kind of like right fucking in front of me. And he's on like this rooftop and he's like, he's shooting at Ryan and he doesn't see me. And of course, I pulled the trigger on my weapon. It's like, OK, it's it's kind of a single shot weapon. But I'm like sitting there holding the trigger down because I don't know my weapons. Right. And then I'm like, oh, crap, time to run back and re- regroup and recover. I run right into Ryan headlong, man. Boom. And just like I'm trying to get around him. And like, I, I guess I'm a bullet sponge at this point. And then, yeah, I just go down it right there. And then Ryan takes the rest of the fucking gunfire. I'm like, ah, shit, you know, <laughs> totally out of sync. You know, yeah, <laughs> it was it was like an epic fail, but it was fun. You know, it was an epic fail on my part. But yeah. Still, still fun though. I I really enjoy that game sometimes. So harder to find ammo when you're playing duos for some reason. I guess because I always forget it's not a Diablo thing where everybody gets their own thing, you know. <laughs> so no, once once you grab it, nobody else can grab it, you know. Right. Uh, or if you're not searching for it, you're not the only person in that house or castle or gas station or whatever. You're not taking everything with you, you know. But uh, yeah, it was it was, it was a blast. Um. I got to play that game more often, but stuck on the old pal world. Um, but yeah, over on Xbox Game Pass stuff, uh, I haven't really fired up like the uh, the Game Pass thing, even on PC, you know, for obvious reasons. But I did go ahead and download this little indie little title called it's like the latest thing on Game Pass called Go Mecha Ball, because I was reading the description and it was like, oh, like it's a, you know, this top down kind of isometrical little silly little game with pinball pinball style uh mechanics or whatever i'm like wait what is this game 
So firing it up, it's like it's more like, you know, just think like marbles or something. But you are like a character with guns. Um, But it's you can just uh, I think it was left or right trigger was like where you kind of turn into just this this uh, rolling thing, you know, and you can kind of roll really fast if you if left and right triggers, you know, to kind of evade enemies or you can hit them. And that's how you kind of get your ammo. Um, But it was fun. It was just like a little. Uh, just think of like a little sandbox, fun little shooter, you know, where you're just kind of playing this character who can roll around and slam into enemies and, you know, shoot them at the same time. So I think you can have up. I had like two guns unlocked and uh, there's other abilities where you can have these little rockets like you get six or seven enemies on the screen. Um, you know, you can kind of do damage like by pressing kind of like, kind of like your super. So it was a fun, fun, fun little arcade game. So I recommend it if you got Game Pass. Check that out. Um, and, uh, be castled, be castled. So I played that on the steam deck. Jesus. I think I talked about it last week and it actually works pretty well. Uh, I want to say I just played it mostly with a Bluetooth mouse. I felt that was just the best way to play it. Um, yeah, that's, and that worked out pretty good. Cause you, you do just do a lot of mouse stuff unless you're actually building stuff. Uh, just a lot of clicking, but, um, over on the desktop with be castled, Jesus, I feel like I just I either suck at that game or I'm getting bored with it, even with like updates to it, where I feel like I'm not progressing fast enough, even on like Recruiter 3, you know, which is pretty low. Uh, You can uh, I know Ghost of Nico would probably call that still baby mode. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, I don't know either. I'm just doing something wrong where I feel like uh, even the stuff that I'm unlocking where um, what am I thinking of here where? You just unlock more shit, you know? So, you know, whether it's the stone walls or, you know, knights, you know, instead of just the regular soldiers or you have that option as well. So I don't know. I just got bored with it. I was playing yesterday, just trying to get further into it and unlock more stuff. Um, But if you remember, Jesus, one of the updates they have in that game is where it's it'll show you the direction of the the enemies, which way they're going to come next. Right. After the day is the night begins. Um, and I think you just kind of got to hover over that that glowing thing at the top of the screen. Like that just shows you the direction where I think before it always showed it to you. Um, one of the other updates they had is it's got like a cheat mode, but I don't know how to activate it. So I'm going to I'll be checking that out as well. But I clicked on it. Jesus, I just don't know how to how it actually works. So maybe they just put it in there. They didn't put any cheats because I didn't actually see any or see any way to activate it or. You know, yeah. if it's got unlimited build, I have no idea. So, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep cracking away on it either on desktop. Just again, that's one of those games I want to play for 15 minutes and I never go back to a save. You know, uh, I just feel like I always want to start a new world and kind of go as far as I can. So uh, make sure you have enough food. I even did that in baby mode. I wasn't I didn't have anybody, you know, doing any fishing or hunting and yeah, my people died really fast. So, um, yeah. And I always play Flatlands. I don't know about you, Jesus. I don't do any kind of like castle on a hill or anything crazy. I try to keep everything as flat as possible. So I keep that in mind because I know I'm eventually going to build walls. And um, but maybe I should do more mountain stuff because then enemies cannot get up mountains. Right. So because otherwise they could just attack you from any side. Right. Where you might limit them if you do uh, something like that, where. Yeah, I don't know. 
maybe next time I'll do some more hill stuff. I feel like it's a, to me, it's more of a challenge, but uh, it's not because, again, if enemies can't access it, you can't either. So just keep that in mind. Your guys will have to go out further and further for like lumber or anything. So, um, yeah. So that's enough for the beat castle game. But uh, yeah, other than that, Rotato on the switch. And uh, but maybe I think it's time to talk about some Power World, pal. Yeah. What do you think? I think we're right. Right. We're. I'm right where you're at because yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of interesting because like we were just talking before the show, and I think you're further along than I am, but I have some stuff that you don't. If that makes any sense? Like you have a couple of like higher level pals, but I have like um like you mentioned like I I just got done making the furnace and and you you do not have the furnace yet. So like I feel like my base has probably come along a little further than yours has, but you have more pals in your camp or completely different ones from what I have. Yeah, I've got like a full page. I think they're calling them pages. Um, well, I got the so 30 I've got... achievement, the the goal, like in the tutorial part of the game, they're telling you you have to collect 30. I did get to the 30 point. Yeah, I'm probably at probably 40 or 50. So again, those were a lot of those were random, right? Because I was just trying to go through the tutorial. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, back it up, Jesus. I from last week, you know, I said, yeah, I'm playing this on Game Pass. Um, I think I was playing on, so I've been playing on the Xbox console, the X itself, and that was a really good experience. Uh, I know it lacks some things, not a lot, uh, versus like a Steam edition, whereas the Game Pass PC version is more like the console edition. Um, and yeah, it, I didn't ever experience any crashes. So yeah, over on the X and, um, I would say like just what is it? I'm just going to name one thing. And that was just that Ooh. Xbox or Steam where you can't name your pals, right? You can't name them on the Xbox where yeah, you can do it on Steam. Between the two. Um, I also have it on Steam now. I started off initially on the Xbox. You know, I just tried it out on Game Pass where like, you know, treat it like a rental almost. And the nice thing about Game Pass is being able to like try it. Yeah. And I like, then I thought about it a little bit. And I'm like, I really wasn't sure if I was going to play it. But then the, the more everybody was talking about it, the more it kind of made me want to play it. And then I kind of dove into it. And then now I've been enjoying it. But I did pick it up on Steam and I did, a, you know, a fresh a fresh character spot. Well, it really wasn't very far on my Xbox version. So I didn't really mind, you know, just jumping in on the Steam yeah, and version I think- once I knew that was the better version. And in terms of, you know, like stability, um, it has DLSS, you know, and then it has where you can name the pals and stuff like that. And to me, like... I tried the Game Pass version on my PC, and it had a little bit of a stutter to it for some reason. I I don't know why, and it runs way smoother on on my Steam version. And I don't th- I don't know if it's like a unique scenario on my PC or what, but it just had a little bit of stutter, and I didn't really mess with it, you know, anymore. But you know, when I first did it on the Game Pass, I I changed the game to Epic settings. I I put the draw distance. I think it's like ninety is like the max or the FOV slider. Yeah, I set that to max. And I went through and I did all the settings and, you know, you don't have DLSS, but um, I just felt like I had like a, like a little bit of a stutter in it, like a little hitch in it. And it was kind of like throwing me off sometimes. Um, the Steam version didn't have that. Um, I did try it the other day just for fun. I did launch both of them on the same, same, uh, at the same time. I had one on one monitor and one on the other one just to see how they looked, you know, side by side and everything looks the same. And like looking at the options, like I literally went into the game options and everything is the same, like all the way down the list, with the exception that DLSS is turned off on the Xbox Game Pass version and the Steam version. You know, you can change it. 
but yeah, but everything and else and is, and of course, yeah. You know, you should also try. Well, I know. Never mind. I almost said with the multiplayer, but I forgot it's a different uh, kind of build where Xbox just has the four players, which is which is enough, yeah. I think. And I think, and then Steam has thirty-two players and dedicated servers. Yeah, we can make your own servers and and all that yeah. too. Then you have so can you rent one. servers? I haven't seen if that's an option. Is that how that no, I'm works? I'm not sure either. I haven't looked into it that much. Yeah. Because it is, from what I understand, it's also like an offline game where I think you just have to launch it once or it just needs to do a check. I don't know if it's every 24 hours, but then you can disconnect from the Internet. So if you can play it in prison, yeah, man, even, you can I play didn't it. Know that. I didn't even know that. I just I could just yep. launch it and play it on my PC here. But, um, you know, growth wise, like I've been going along. I, I haven't left the beginning area a, a whole lot. I kind of really focused on the engineering side of things and like the building of like uh the structures where you get the the um the rocks and then the the branches and so I always have wood coming in. I have a couple farms where I always have berries coming in, you know. And now I have a a thing that was always making uh there was like the the fragments whatever to make the pow balls. Yeah, the and the crusher working, and then so I always have those making you know things. And I have a couple campfires always cooking berries and stuff. So like. I always have things going and I'm just leaving run and I just go back and collect it every once in a while. So like I have a lot of equipment and a lot of supplies, you know, I have some chests and I have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of rocks, hundreds and hundreds of stones, you know, hundred stones, but uh, wood, I have a, you know, a couple hundred berries, cooked berries, eggs, cooked eggs. You know, I have all these things like this stockpiled. And like today when I unlocked the, uh, like right before when, when you and I both jumped on, I, I got the, uh, ability to do the uh the iron um you know the which forge. i'm not even there yet um i was I able to pretty much build points. it right away i had all the supplies i needed i just had to go and just make them i had to go unlock the ability to make nails and i had to make 10 nails and then i was able to, to build this forge and then i was like okay i'm gonna build this i unlocked this new uh, like advanced workbench you know i was all excited thinking i was gonna get some new items and stuff and uh i went ahead and, and built that and all it is is a better version of the other workbench I guess things build a little quicker, so you don't have to worry about taking as long when you build something yourself if you don't have any help from your pals, which is cool. And then no wonder they call it the what do they call it? Even just the basic or the hobo workbench or something. Yeah, primitive. I think they call it primitive. And yeah, now I have like the advanced one or something. Um, the only thing I have different really from what you shown me on yours is like I have the ability where I grab some leather and I stuff, and I have the the fire fox pet, and I'm able to pick him up. Cause you create like a harness and I'm able to pick him up and use him as a flamethrower. Jesus. Yes. Like, <laughs> Isn't that like fun? I call him out and just grab him. And, like, my hands are around his waist and he's like at my waist and you just like squeeze him and he like shoots a flame out and you can catch things on fire and just burn everything. You know, um, I have that ability. And then I ha- I captured the, the warthog. So like my pals aren't like gunny has better pals. It seems like he has a, the more unique or higher level ones that are or more advanced ones than what I have. But you I have like the warthog and I got too. the saddle. Yeah, and I got the saddle for him. So I can yeah. ride him. And then what I did, Gunny, is if you, you we talked about the daydreams, those uh the flying creatures that come out at night. If you yeah. capture those, you can actually um make this collar. And when you when you get the ingredients to make the collar, you you know like how with your pals, you normally can send one out at a time. With the daydreams, you can have all of them out that are in your party and they just follow behind you because of the collar. So what I did, I, I put four of them in my party and then one hog. 
so I can ride the hog around the level whenever I want a little bit different movement. And he has some attacks and does like a charge and stuff while I'm riding them. But the daydreams are all out at the same time. So I have four daydreams following behind me while I have my hog out riding them. And then they will attack with me. So like, even if I call the hog back and I'm attacking some other animal or something, the four daydreams I have with me are all attacking instead of just one at a time. So that that's kind so of they. Cool. So you're saying you only have to spawn it once with the collar? Is that how that works? You don't, you, you don't even spawn it. They just they're just there all the time. They're just so always there. The collar, okay. And they're in your party. They just follow. They like fly behind you. And oh, okay. Just around. Yeah. Nice. So you never have to call them out or nothing. They're just always there. And I mean, like you can call them out if they're in your party. and You don't have the collar, kind of like in your situation. Yeah. And they'll fight and do the attack for you. But in my situation, like now I have four of them. So like when I go to fight this last boss, all four of those are attacking the boss for me. And I can just run and dodge for a little bit. And maybe when I lose those, I can try to finish them off, you know. But so instead of having one power at a time out attacking for me, I have all four of those things out and then shooting like their little fireball type thing out at whatever they shoot. So that's kind of nice having four different pals with me attacking the same time yeah. I am. The problem I run into though is like if I want, I can't have them out all the time because sometimes I just like put them away and just equip different in my party, different pals in my party. Because if I'm trying to go out and capture other ones, if I have four of them out and they're flying around with me, they kill everything too quick. I can't yeah, like, yeah. capture it. They do. I get it yeah. low and then all right? four of them will shoot it at like the same time and they just obliterate it, you know? And I'm like, shit, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to catch yeah. this thing and they just keep killing it. So, right, right. I, I, I know. It, I hate that. Yeah. And so you could just have one in your party and then just one flies behind you. But like, I'm getting ready to go fight that boss in that first area, the first boss in the whole Rain's castle list. or something. Yeah. So like, I have four of them out right now flying around behind me. So like, I feel like I'm ready to go over him and tackle that. I also have the ability, I made the uh, the flaming bone arrow with arrows, flaming arrows. Oh, yes. So You said I, I can get those well. from the fox, right? Yeah, you, you get the little uh, heat the f- cores or fire core or whatever it was from the foxes. Uh, yeah, them. I forgot the name of it, but I keep forgetting yeah, I can yeah, you go. You get a few of those and you can make the flaming bone arrow and then you gotta make some flaming arrows. But uh, I got the mostly then, poison, but I yeah, I should probably get the flaming ones. Yeah, the one just after the poison one is a uh, a three-shot bone arrow where it shoots uh, three arrows, but it only costs you one out of your inventory. It is the next one I just unlocked, so I'll be able to build that one soon. So you basically will fire three shots of arrows, but it only costs you one arrow. So that's kind of cool. So that'll be next. But my base, my base is very primitive. You know, I have just have a little, little like uh, one by one hallway kind of thing, and then like a little. It's shaped like an L, and on the L, I have like a bed. And I just have a sleep there, just let, you know, the, the nighttime pass. And uh, I, ha- I have, you know, like I said, the two gardens and then the rock, you know, the mining place and a tree place. And then I have a forge and then I have two fo- two campfires, one trap. And that's about it. And then my, my pals I have, I pretty much I have like three or four sheep. I have like three or four of those little pink ones, the cat cat ones, whatever they are. And then the yeah. one of my cool ones, I have like one or two elephants. I have one of the penguins. I have uh, two of the foxes in there. So I, I look at their abilities on the uh, the, the pal board, or whatever you want to call it, the pal box or whatever, and you can you see what's in your party and in your camp. And they all have like their own specialty thing, what they do, you know. So like I have an earth one, and he's actually a lucky one. So he's like ginormous compared to the other ones. He takes up a ton of room, and he eats a little more than the other ones as well. So that's another thing you got to look at too is like how much food they like to eat. So you know like how you have the uh, the little food thing for the pals you put down? 
um, different pals eat a different amount of food, and they have like a, an indicator on the bottom how much they eat and how often they get hungry. So sometimes you got to kind of balance that out if you want to like manage your resources a little bit. You know, like I have a couple of the ones that that work really well around my camp, and they only use like one bar for food. Where there's other ones that like, okay, he's really good at like water and things, but he uses like three three bars of you know like food in the show that he just you know eats more often. So yeah, the real workers. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't use him so. I use the ones that just require a little less food, but you know they're like a jack of all trades kind of thing. But I have a bat. I have a couple of those dream catchers. I have a couple of the owls. The bat's really nice. He's a good carrier. So like when you when you make things, when he goes and picks it up and flies it back to your storage, he's a faster form of transport because he like flies and doesn't have to like run. And uh, he he goes back and forth a lot quicker. That's something he's nice nice with. But I mean, just exploring the game. I like having fun with it, you know, just running around, checking things out. Um, I don't know you, but the only time I really died in the game has been more my own sit- situations where I, I cause it upon myself. Um, besides the time Jesus, I was showing the Jesus the game, I attacked something <laughs> way bigger than me and it kicked my yeah. ass. But but most of the time I have died in this game by lack of stamina. And uh, it's happened to me a couple times where like, I think I can make a jump and I'll have a oh, yeah, yeah. And I'll be like floating across and be like a big yeah. gap, you know, and all of a right. sudden I run out of stamina and I just drop and I fall. But um, that's only happened to me like maybe once, maybe twice. The one that gets me the most is if I'm like swimming and I oh, run out yeah. of stamina. Well, because when you run out of stamina, you can't like, like climb Zelda. up on the rocks, right? Yeah. So like even if that's... you get to the edge, like I had a couple of times where I, where I could make it, right? I'm like, okay, I can make it. And I get there and I run out of stamina like right when I get there. And it won't let me like climb up on the climb rock. up, yeah. And so you don't. So think Breath of the Wild, you know? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like you're that. Not moving in the water, you still don't build your stamina back. Correct. So you never get it back. And then when your stamina's down, you start losing health because you're in the water. You basically drowned. And so then my my character would die because I couldn't climb up the rock that's right in front of me because I didn't have the stamina. I wish that's something they would fix. The nice thing is when you when they you should die, do it to where you get to the edge, your character can hold on to the edge and rebuild. Well, you should be able to like, yeah, and just let it rebuild because I literally just can't climb up that rock to get out of the water. Yeah, I gotta try to look for a shallow spot where I can get on my, where I'm walking, and by the time then you you start losing health and you just die. You know, so like you're trying to swim around and find something you can't, but when you die, you drop your bag and it has all your belongings in it, Jesus. So you have to go back and get it right. So I'm thinking, oh, the first time it happened, I think I was going to be screwed. It's out here in the middle of the water. I'm going to run out of stamina again when I go back to get it. But what the game does is it puts it on the beach or by the edge of the water where you die. Oh, that's so, cool. So you don't have to go back into the water to get it. And then the other thing. Mayo, I, I chose the option. The first thing I did was I did it on Xbox and now I did it on Steam. Just go into the options and say never drop anything. Uh, baby mode. Oh. But that's what I did. That's an oh, option. Baby no mode. Why? Why? Why, why do I want to go back out for then? a bag? No, why I'm not going to go and travel. That's you're not cheating. cheating. Hey, listen, man. When we start our server up, we don't allow cheaters. <laughs> I, you can also choose just drop <laughs> everything he's, but he's a quit. put his big boy pants on and come over and play with yeah. us. Jesus. Yeah. Just, just. You know, oh, oh yeah. look at me, guys. I got all the pals because I put the thing on where it says, give me all the pals in the beginning of the game. <laughs> hey, I don't have <laughs> any mods on. <laughs> yeah, I did find out too one time. It does have mods. I died and I I was further away, right? And you can choose respawn points. And the one time I chose to respawn on an island, and it wasn't by all my stuff, and my bag was a little closer, right? So I'm like, okay, I can get to my bag a little easier instead of me going back to my base. 
and then have to run all the way back over there. So I respawn there. When I respawn, the game is at night, and you don't have any of your clothing. So my character immediately gets cold and starts taking damage. Yes. Yeah, I died. I'm trying to run and try to get to my bag. I'm like, I can see it on the map. Okay, I'm running in that direction. Full speed sprint. And then I'd run out of stamina, and I'd have to walk, and I'm, like, losing health. And i start running again in my stamina. And I was like, I got close, and I died again. I'm like, oh, shit, now <laughs> I have, I, I've died twice now. What's going to happen? Well, I lose everything in my original bag, yeah. and then only get the newest bag, maybe. Correct. But I didn't Which have Which has nothing in it. <laughs> no. So yeah. When I respawned, it shows both bags, both spots on the map where I had died. And so I was able to go. When the, the other one that had nothing in it, I actually found an egg while I was going there. So I just grabbed it because it was there. It's like they have these eggs, Jesus, that are like pal eggs. They have to yeah. go in an incubator. They're like special eggs. They're not ones you cook. They're ones yeah. that will have pals in them. And so and they're hidden. So I like I happen to find one while I'm running across there. So I'm like I just grabbed it because you know may never come across this anytime. Dude, soon. I, I want to play this. So game I had it in my can, bag. And can so, we stop the show? Can we just go play? This? Okay, let's go. We're leaving. See you uh, guys. We're gonna stop now. the show and just go play. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> find find your own news this week. We're just gonna go play. We're gonna go hang out. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah. this fuck this podcast we're just gonna go we'll, we'll talk in a couple weeks guys see you guys in four weeks when we're done playing yeah. power world <laughs> and it's hard it's hard to put down too that's the other thing too is like it is, well, it is. We're, it try, is. we're going to record today and jesus is like bit. stop playing you guys yeah that's, the thing, that's, the thing about, that's the thing about people always ask me like what's so alluring about pokemon is that you're always trying to get something better and the game always rewards you with something better the more you explore the cooler Pokemon you find, the more you explore the the more powerful shit you find, hidden stuff, and like you start getting better and better and better and better, and then you become like this real badass by the end of the game. That's the allure of this game, right? You're trying to always be better. But this game yeah. also has a survival it's aspect of it. So, right. so good it has grind. two it has two different grinds going on. You're not just grinding to get the pals, you're also grinding to survive and, and build better bases and, and I'm, I'm enjoying the pal aspect of it like i have more fun going out and attacking pals and and fighting them and trying to collect different ones and seeing them yeah and, and then i am the the crafting part some of the crafting is like okay you need you need yeah. something like this like you know but if, you if you're not like, if you're not into if you're not into the survival like, aspect of it though gunny is right the game does have settings you can just toggle off completely in the beginning of the yeah. game when you go to screen the world. You could, that's you the just one. Turn off. The only one you, I chose. You could turn off your hunger meter. You can turn off the crafting shit. You can turn off. There's the a lot of, meter. lot of stuff you can do. Yeah. You can. The setting. Yeah, I, didn't, turn, I didn't look at you, any of that. I just I just created the world and just jumped. Yeah, around. like you can Whoa. turn off a lot of stuff. Like some people, like I said, some people will not like the having to craft food, having to craft food for yourself. <laughs> To uh, live or whatever. So what they'll do is they'll just turn off the hunger meter and turn yeah, off so the cold, turn off the, got- the the climate meter or whatever where it, it, the the weather affects you. Like you could turn all that off if you're not into that. And I mean, yeah, in a way it is baby mode because this I don't think that's how the game was intended to be played. But they are giving you the option to turn it off. So I guess they're just yeah, saying, or make it or make it more difficult, right? Like that's another aspect. It goes well, both yeah, ways. You, yeah, which is you could great. even. You could even say, I want my stamina meter to deplete even faster. I want my my health meter to never regenerate. I want, you know, this to affect me even more. I want less pals to be visible in the world. I want, or I want all the pals. To, you could even increase the amount of pals. Yes. That are right. In It'll the be world. three instead of like three bosses instead of one. 
Yeah, you can it's you insane. can say I want to have the maximum amount of pals in the world, and it'll populate as many as it can into your world while you're in there, so you don't have a difficulty finding pals or whatever. To I mean, eat they're pretty much everywhere already. Like I'm just on the normal, you know, I didn't change any of that vanilla yeah. settings, and they're pretty much everywhere. You find them pretty common, you know. I find a but, lot of uh, ones, but I mean, once you start playing yeah, a new one, you get to a new area, and you're like, oh yes, this is cool, and you're exploring. You know, you know what's exciting to me is I'm coming in. As an, I guess, starting over again on Steam, I'll be coming in as a new player again. So I get to start all over from the beginning. So mm-hmm. all this what stuff you guys are talking about, I'm gonna I'm have to redo. Too, like with you guys, like with Gunny and Jesus, what? How did you guys start off? Like I started putting a lot of my points early on because you level pretty quick early on. I was putting a lot of my points in stamina. That's what I was doing. All stamina, pretty yeah, much. I was doing health and stamina, the top and the really bottom. Do, I haven't done health until recently. Like my health is still pretty low. I just yeah. figured stamina was very important because you're always swinging. You're your always ass. running you're out always of it. You're always, yeah, you're always yeah. going to run yeah. out of it. And so then I also a tree down my, an enemy. Uh, it's rough. My, my workload capacity or whatever, so I can carry more. Because I'm, I was early on, I was farming a ton of rocks, you know, a ton yeah. of wood, and I was just like kept getting, you know, encumbered. And I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna, like walking super slow. So like, I started bumping that up so I could carry more, and I, I increased my stamina. So like. Like I said, I went with a whole, all right, I'm trying to get like self-sufficient really quick where my, my camp pretty much makes everything for me. So I spent some extra time going out and get a whole bunch of extra wood, getting all those farms built and all that stuff before I went out and started capturing pals. I just kind of focused on my base. And then I started putting pals in there that will work on those items. So like I said, with the garden, I found I captured this one earth pal. He put seeds down there for me. So as soon as the garden is, has been you know, like harvested, he'll plant new seeds. And then I have a water pal on there who waters it for me. So I don't have to do anything. And then it turns into seeds and then there's one that will harvest it for me. So like, and they just put it in my chest. Now, the only thing I don't like is the pals will put stuff away for me and they were putting it in different chests. Like I like to have my stuff very organized. Like I had like five chests and I had one specifically for food, one specifically for like resources and the pals just kind of seem to put it wherever. I'll be over yeah. there in the chest, and yes. then I'll see them carrying rocks over and putting them in my damn box with my food in it. I'm like, <laughs> they get do that, that shit out of here. You, well, know, you smack him. You got to smack him and tell them, hey, yeah. motherfucker, you're going to the wrong pick box, him, stupid pal. Pick him up and throw him, you know? And actually, I think Gunny taught me this, and this was a smart idea. I he think it is. Tra- Even though I taught chest. you that. He built a, a, a storage chest right beside each facility. That you know, way they only carry it right closer. there. Yeah, I hope so that like works. Only I... dropping it in that one thing, so then you can just go there and take it out of yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Put it near the logging. You're, or... you're, you're probably right. They probably take it to the nearest chest to that area, mm-hmm. right? And so I, I built one by each of the the working stations I have going now, and we'll we'll see how that goes. Maybe they'll quit putting it in my food box. You know, like I keep going over there and I keep finding rocks in there, and I'm like, God dang it, quit putting rocks in my food box. You know, but yeah. So I, that, wish, I, I think that was the thing too, man. Where what was it? There was like a there was like the the key or something there was like the copper key that was just in the random box by the the logging area like my yeah my logging facility and then like where the hell like they must have found the key on the ground i think you know where i think that key came from now was where uh i actually had a box in my house so oh let me just back up here for a minute so so again bought it on saturday on steam uh have it on game pass i'm like oh i'm gonna play this version i don't know it's better different whatever i can name my pals um but uh so, yeah, so then I'm like, all right, I'm just going to build a, a not a huge house, something let's I don't know, 
something big enough to where I can put like probably seven to ten beds, even though you really only need like six or seven kind of where I'm at in the game where I have I seven I pals have, out. I think I have eight beds and eight pals in my camp. I guess yeah, little, and you are ahead of me. You are ahead of me in uh, especially time here where I just don't have some of those things unlocked. I just have more pals that I've captured, but yeah, yeah, um, you have more of the unique pals. You have like the elk one and I don't have any. Oh, that elk yet, one is know, so like, good. Yeah. You know, I just have the boar and the chicken and the, the cat looking, the pink one. And then I ha- I did capture recently the Pikachu looking one, um, the electric. Uh, and I, I, I haven't seen it. Those, and it's I, and weird. I, have I haven't a, seen it on Steam. Uh, I have the dream catchers. I have like four of those. And I have four of them flying around with me. Um, I do have a giant chicken. It's a lucky chicken. Um, the lucky ones have like a shimmering sound to them. Like when you find them, you can hear this noise and you're like, what's that noise? You know, it's like a sparkly, it's like a sparkle sound and you got to like search for them. And all of a sudden you see a really big pal. He's like double the size of all the other pals. And it could be any of them. You don't know what it's going to be, but they have an extra trait or two. So when you get those, they're bigger, but they have an extra trait, which is, can be handy. Um, yeah. And you can, so can you add a trait to them as well? Because you can do it with the regular yeah, they, pals. They, still, they upgrade as well. They still upgrade? Okay, good. Yeah, they're just a bigger, better version. And they are like, they call them lucky ones, I guess. Yeah. And so I have, have two you, of those. I have the chicken and the earth one. And like I said, they, they do work for me. So And, and I, have got, you, I have a rather variety. I have the elephant and I have the monkey and, and maybe just a couple other ones. But Yeah. So I, I'm trying to think if there's other ways to upgrade them. I know you can add traits, but then I think you upgrade them through the statue correct i believe it's yes. through the statue and that's something yeah, you guys you uh, listening will get early on you, get you those, unlock it you get those little south i can't remember if they're like pal souls or which whatever was there's something you yeah i can't remember if it's souls them. or not or and, if they're um, or if it's the fluid i can't remember what yeah. yeah and i need you know you upgrade their health something i was building the other day and i can't remember what it was now but i need more of them and uh so i gotta try and figure out how to get them so i was out killing some the other day and, yeah, and, and I, I had them. It's the the one that's in a little medicine-looking vial. I think it's a the fluid. Or the fluid. Oh, it could I be the soul or the fluid. fluid. Yeah. Yeah, I need I need some of that for something I was getting ready to build. So, so many like, items too to this game. It's unreal. Yeah. But uh, but going back, mail. So I bought it on Steam on Saturday because I was talking with Ghost Nuke. I'm like, oh, that's right. It's in my cart. I gotta buy this because um, I want to play it on Steam. And you say it's the better version, Ghost Nuke. I'm trusting you on this one. But uh, pretty much the same kind of. You know, performance I'm getting on the Series X plan, um, you know, but again, naming my pal. So I jump in mail. I know what this is, right? I know this game already. I've been playing it. And I, but this time I go down below the starting area where it's kind of a nice flat area, uh, put up my pal box. And I'm like, great, I can put a nice big house here and, you know, put a bed and a chest and seven beds and a fire uh, place. And, you know, where I can do some cooking and all these different things, right? And so then immediately it's like your base is being invaded. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. So uh, guys come in and they just burn the place to the ground. Right. It doesn't take long. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I need to get the I need to get the water bottles. The very first time I was invaded was the guys that could throw fire. The little dragon looking guys, the little lizards. Yeah. uh, I was going to try to capture one. Right. And they all died too quick. I couldn't capture one. And then every time I've been invaded after that, it's been humans with guns. And I just, it'll be like the little bandit, whatever they are. I can't remember what they are, but, and I forgot I their names. They got the corniest name, by the way. And then have you run into, so some of the games hit detection, the detection stuff. I've had multiple times where I've been raided 
and like three or four of the raiders are stuck down at the beach like they can't get up on like a ledge and so like i don't get hit with a full raid like it's happened to me like like last two or three raids have been hit by no like i've always had it to where they they make it successful but they get stuck and only like three or four of them make it to my base and they die before they like really get into my base and then you're lucky it says the raid's going on, and they're like a, a minute walk away from my base, down at the bottom of the beach, and they're like stuck on a ledge, you know? And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? And I'll shoot one, and then they'll kind of move, and then they'll kind of start running around, and then they just disappear. Like You gotta show like, me the, where the your raid, base is. The raid ended. It's, I think it's the same area. So it's just right there where you first start the game. Um, There's a little flat area, like... Right below? A couple, like, worn down, like, brick and stuff along there. And then to the right is there's like a bridge and and all that kind of stuff and so yeah that that's where I'm area. at but but it's they just, don't get stuck that's reason, for sure for some reason um, they keep getting stuck right there when they go to go to raid me and so only half of them ever attack me when they raid you're you're lucky because they come in and then I've had and then and then I thought well okay Steam version fine uh, they burnt my fucking place down rebuild okay I rebuilt now, it a second I, time you're like the then, second or third person that's told me about where they've gotten raided and their places have been burnt down and they've lost their stuff. Even so I think you gotta, you gotta add the Pokemon to protect your place, bro. I, I yeah, do. My, my and I haven't had that issue. I went yet, and got, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to space all my stuff apart a little more, like my boxes and all my items and all, all stuff, burn down. So it doesn't like spread. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I think it will happen to spread. So I, I think I'm going to maybe space out my it, stuff a little more. It spreads out quick. So here's what I've done. Okay, listen, man, so, you gotta have you gotta have a water pal there. Yeah, you, so you gotta have put, like a water pal. I had there. two. Like I, I had two water penguin. So that's what like, I did, I Jesus. My fire team, evidently. Yes. So that's what I did. I went and got the penguin, <laughs> and then I had the baby elephant, and I thought, great, these guys, these are going to be the ones that are actually going to put the fire out. So I get raided again, right? Not not like in succession or anything. Uh, but apparently something came in with fire. I don't even know because it was chaos at that point. It was a so they Charizard, bro. It was a Charizard. <laughs> it must have been a Charizard because either <laughs> that or I'm thinking that maybe, Mayo, maybe it's mm. possible that my fox, my Firefox is like, because I think it's not exactly like blowing flames or whatever. You're, you're at the stupid, moment, it's on your base. But when they come in. Firefox is catching your base on fire. I think that's possible. Happening. But I, I think, think that's possible. Gunny thinks he's getting raided as his own pals, just burning his <laughs> shit down all the time. I think he's like, burned like, it down I have, twice. I have one in my base because he, you know, he like he works with my my forge and he works with my campfires. He like restokes. Can't the trust fires. them. Fire yes, Pokemon, yeah, he's bro. the kindling, right? Yeah, and so he's he's done work on there, and I've never had a fire yet. So the only time okay, I've but yours your setup's a little different. Your setup so is a little bit different than mine because. Mayo setup is hardcore real gamer setup. Yours is bullshit baby mode setup, probably. No, I had a big ass house probably, in it. Everything was probably, cool. Yeah, you probably had a pre-built mod for that house, and then it was it was a tinderbox, man. Because all right, he check this, this out. Jesus, he showed me his game for the podcast, and he's got this whole set of stairs that were going up right. <laughs> his house. It's just gone. It's just a set of stairs that go up. Like my house is ground level. It's not fancy at all. A couple no. square boxes, you know. Just there's no house Gunny, there when you saw Gunny, it, mail because they burned Gunny, down. Gunny, Gunny built a mansion. <laughs> it all burned down because his pal burned it down. He got pissed off. Thanks a lot, make Fox. Me, make me do slave labor, you some bitch. I'll fucking bring your house down. I, I did throw him off a cliff, by the way. Um, but he came back unharmed. Well, that so, could be why. 
<laughs> so I, then check it I out, like, guys. Fuck you, I hate you. <laughs> so I'm over there and like I'm getting invaded and fucking uh so then I see like okay, the flames are on the house. Half the fucking thing burnt down, and here's the little fucking elephant and the penguin. It looks like they're blowing water through a straw, and I'm like, that's not gonna put the fire out. Jesus, what the hell? You know what I mean? And then the place just goes blah, the play whole thing just falls to the ground. And the fucking elephant just kind of looks over me and be like, yeah, I really tried, man. I'm like, the bullshit you tried. He just shoulders and walks away. Yeah, he just walks away. I guess I'll go water plants now. I'm like, you guys are fucking lame, I thought. But no, you have the right mindset mail what you did because. This this is all giving me good ideas for when I start playing the game. You know, the things that Mm -hmm. I could do and I shouldn't do. Yeah, so don't build a large house. I mean, I don't mean like a mansion. Don't build stupid houses like Gunny. Build no, build don't a shack like Jesus Mayo did. A little bit. Enable build the shack baby because mode. that's what you want. You want the shack to put your bed in. No, don't don't enable baby mode, Jesus. We can't, oh, be, playing, yeah. we can't be playing baby mode as well. I'm a real gamer. I can't do this, huh? What is this? Yeah. The baby mode podcast? You're taking that's... our cloud away, Gunny. We're called the horrible gamers, but doesn't mean we're bad at games, dude. Come on, fuck. <laughs> I'm bad at games. That's why I'm horrible. <laughs> no, that's the only setting I turned off. I'm not messing with raids or anything like yeah, that. Bullshit. You go to Gunny's world, everything's peaceful. There's never he's any a, raids. He doesn't have to harvest anything. He just yeah. fucking has everything ready for him. Everything's in his menu just for him to click on build. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gunny, Gunny you rebuilt this okay. house. You show up at Gunny's house the next day. Oh, Gunny, you rebuilt this house right away. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, like, I built that. you like, marble floors and everything already. I'm like, <laughs> Fucking gold statue gold of Gunny. <laughs> gold statue of Gunny in the front yard. That's going to be once I enable mods. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have the mods soon. You're going to be like, how'd you do that? Has Created, all, level, all max level pals walking around. Well, I thought oh, it was no, funny too because when I was showing when I was showing Gunny my game because I have captured two of the lucky ones. Gunny yeah. said he thought that he seen them in like some streams and he thought they were mods. And I'm I like, thought oh, they were. I, I have not come across them. You just run across these random ones, Jesus, and they'll have like a shimmer sound to them, like a sparkle sound. Like, yeah. and then they're bigger they're than a normal. Oh, okay. and They have an so, extra so trait. Catch so you, you hear that noise? When you hear that noise, go find that guy and you want to capture oh, him definitely. Go hit him. Go hit him with the stick and catch him. Yeah, they're a little harder to catch. They have a little more. Help. A, they do a little more damage. Listen, man. I'm first thing have, I'm crafting is a fucking bow and arrow. I'm going. I go love my bow and arrow. Like I think Gunny yeah. using a spear. That's like the first <laughs> unlock I did. I did use that's the bow and arrow. That's, that's the first unlock I did on my first playthrough was the bow and arrow. I kind of even I, I did the stick, and then I fucking as soon as I saw the other unlocks, I was like, I could unlock the bow and arrow. Fuck yeah, I'm unlocking this then, right away. And then Jesus, the the bow and arrow, the couple of things hold. The longer you draw, it makes a noise for a maximum damage. So, like a shorter draw is a shorter amount of damage. If you yeah. hold it longer, it makes like a ding kind of noise. You know, you gotta get maximum damage. And then headshots do matter. You will do more damage with a headshot. All so, right. don't. Like, but I got a question in this game. When you fight a pal and you're gonna catch him, if you kill them, are they just dead? You can't catch him anymore? Correct. Yeah. No, well, you have to find another one. Yeah, you can't capture that one. His body just rolls off the. To the abyss, yeah, they, and he drops some items. He could drop, um, like say, like like a boar one. Yeah. Um, I found meat a couple times, but I find more stuff like so. Like when I killed the boar, he'll drop like leather. 
and um, some like okay, the, like the yeah. Firefox. The Firefox will drop like a fire. Um, so like if you find a really gland, cool is it called one, a gland? I think it is. Yeah, like if you a find a really gland, cool one and you're, and you're fighting him and you're fighting him and he's really tough to kill and you just accidentally like do some crazy attack on him and you kill him. Yeah, there's like no way. There's no way to revive him and like no. catch him. Nope, you can just kick his body. Around so you got to get him down to a. You got to get him down that's, to a slipper of health before throwing Pokemon, your house mirror. I think in Pokemon you can defeat a Pokemon and catch him and then just take him to the fucking uh, like the vet place, the the doctor or whatever, and then they'll heal him up and you're you're good to go. And then I think I because do, in this game there's there's like many of each kind. No, because if you find one, well, there's always there another Pokemon, one. You know. Well, there's yeah. more Pokemon, but like yeah. the rare Pokemon are really hard to catch because there's some Pokemon that are like unique, like, like really unique. They're like one of a kind Pokemon that like and then usually each game has one where like it's like this is the one Pokemon in this game that's like the rare one, like really super rare. You you will only ever see him once, and you better hope you fucking have the right shit to catch him that one time because if you don't. You're you're fucked. You can so in this game, Jesus, you have your... special pal spears, like special pokeballs. Yeah, oh, that are either for more powerful Pokemon or pals. Yes, so I like have the ones you mentioned. Ones I have that are higher rank, and they have like a pal like capture. Yeah, they really they really stole everything from Pokemon. Like Pokemon <laughs> well, has the same shit. They did. Pokemon has regular pokeballs, and then they have like the like the different pokeballs. They have like pokeballs right. to catch special certain Pokemon, and like special pokeballs to catch like the super special Pokemon or whatever. Like there's some Pokemon that you can only catch with there's a so certain many little elements. From other games I've seen there, like how we we're talking about how that was borrowed from other games. Fortnite is another one. You make a glider Jesus. And when you glide, it looks just like you're gliding in Fortnite. Like just like two it. hands on but the it glider. Is from epic. Looks but I mean, like how, it, right? how different then, can you make a glider? Doesn't like yeah. Zelda look the same, but it's, it's old. It's, I mean, it looks like straight up out of, it's Unreal Five, Fortnite. so it's like it yeah. does, like it, not like crazy, like like an I'm old school. Saying, like Zelda has a glider. I don't know what that looks like. The, though. Looks the same kind of, doesn't it? Just yeah, it does. Glider. Yeah, then, but even even the animations, you know, like how like in Fortnite, like your two hand holding onto it, and you kind of move in your waist, like your legs kind of like when you're gliding. How the fuck glides. else are you supposed to move, man? I'm just saying, it looks just like Fortnite. You fucking gotta turn it like an airplane and keep your legs stiff? It, I mean, no, what do you it, expect, man? It feels like No, the Fortnite. glider looks well, exactly listen, the same. Listen, my client, Power World Industries, claims that you cannot make a glider any other way. Okay, We're trying to be realistic here and have physics in our game. And listen, when you're in a glider and you turn, your legs are going to dangle a little bit. Okay? That's just it. It's just I don't know. Maybe you can crush your legs. Unless unless you're like a really unless you're like a really fit person and you're gonna just hold your body stiff while you're gliding through the air. Okay, listen, man. My client claims we need physics. Okay. (laughs) God damn it, you. (laughs) But uh, some of the other stuff is like the building kind of. Now, not again. It's very. It's not Fortnite-ish, but like you know, like in Fortnite, when you're building mode, it's obviously it's very fast. But you have like the angled pieces, and you have the straight pieces, and you have floors. You have like a floor. I had a hard time. I had a hard time with Power World when I was trying to build a house, and I I was trying to make a second floor, and I was trying to put a staircase in my fucking house. Yeah, it, yeah. It was, 
It'll say not supported, right? It'll say not supported. Oh my god! It 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 took me literally like twenty, thirty minutes trying to fucking angle that thing to make it snap onto the top. There to figure out how to get all that. The staircase needs like a patch to like make it easier to snap onto Mm -hmm. things because like it's impossible to build a. And I think in uh, is it Valheim guys where. I think I wish it was more like that to where I think you can do like a blueprint, like you don't have to have the resources, but then go back for more wood and come back and build. That would be nice if they did the blueprint style. Yeah, just thing. say uh, like, oh, you're going to build this type of house. You need this much wood and this much stone and this much whatever. Like, go get all this shit. Once you have it all, we'll, you can start building it. Or no, your, I don't, your pals will start building it or whatever. I don't remember what it was, but I think I wish to. I think this was the case was it's been a while since I built my house. Didn't like when I built walls, don't you have to go hit build each time? Like you would place a wall, then have to yeah. hit build, select the wall, build your next wall. I wish it would just keep the walls up. It you know well in this game, Mayo, you them. I so okay, Mayo, I I use the controller because I'm a hobo. I've been playing this game with an Xbox controller. So in mine, if you notice when it pops up, so I think it's press X to build. But it also lets you, if I press Y, it'll keep that same piece. It'll conti- you can continue. It'll continue. You, you, so I just go Y, yeah, Y, 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 Y. On the mouse, on the mouse, you like, uh, I think you right click. It'll say hold right click or hold hold shift or something like that to oh, continue, okay. to yeah. have a continuous build. So you mean like, you mean like selecting the wall piece, putting it up and then going back to select yeah. the wall piece. Oh, you right. Like actually, where, that would be nice you if can, it was a scroll you, wheel. You can have it to where you just select the wall piece and have it to where it stays on the wall piece and continue building okay, the walls. Yeah, I was not around. doing that. Like I said, but I you could do it that small. way. My house is very primitive. I put a bed in it, and that's it. And a torch. That's all you need. That's, that's you all you need. The right man. way, actually. Listen, yeah. all you need is your PC desk. Your your my fucking, guy is my guy is grinding. He ain't got he's no a time man. To he's a man. Else, but, yeah. Listen, he's a man living in the wilderness. He's out there living. Okay, he ain't out he's, there to make no fancy house. He, yeah, right. this guy's like a fucking pilgrim. Okay, he is. He's out there. He's exploring the new world. Okay, he's not got. He got no time for no fucking bullshit, fancy shit. All right, we ain't building no light fixtures. We're gonna build a fucking wall. Oh, that's something. Four walls and a roof. I built. I built a. They, Jesus, they call it a mounted torch. I'm like, okay, a mounted torch, right? You ever heard? I haven't Lights. gotten that lights for in my house i want one in there for when it's dark right because it's dark you just can't see you know so i I built this mounted torch and it doesn't mount on the walls at all it just stands on the floor it's like (laughs) a little tripod so you can put it anywhere but i'm like a mounted torch you would think you can put on the wall and it's it's literally just a little tripod that stands on the floor so i was like oh okay that's interesting Listen, man, it's just a little torch. Leave it alone. Do you have to light it each night when you go in there? Does it turn it off? Does, it, it is out, and it I, when I walk by it, it has me to hit F to ignite it. Yeah, know, yeah, uh, yeah. But I just leave. I wasn't it sure if that was a glitch or not. Like, because I have to I'm do it every. There. I have to do it every I, night. I go manually in go in. I go in there. I sleep. I wake up. Get back to daylight and go right back out and start working. Like as soon as the you know the sun goes down, I go straight to bed like an old man. He's tired. He's been, he's been <laughs> eight o'clock working, shut it down all day, slaving away. <laughs> oh, oh man, man. Yes, man. He runs home, goes right into that house, sleeps, wakes up and it's morning. He runs right back out and gets right back at it. It's like a true farmer. Yeah. Yeah. There's no rest. He, that sun is coming up. It's like sunrise and he's like going up. The pals are still sleeping over there yet. You know, they're still. <laughs> yeah. Oh, another thing, male, you know, that mammoth, that 38, yeah. uh, level 38 mammoth. Well, the other day, 
I think it might have been what I was playing on. No, I think I played it on when I played it on Steam. So I go down below. It's nighttime. I'm not getting raided. And I don't know what the fuck I was doing down there. I might have just been capturing some more pals. Well, on my way back up to the base, I decided to uh, whack the mammoth in the ass with a with a bat. Just kind of hit it and one he time. Was sleeping too, right? Because they sleep. No, they sleeps at night. He, right, but he wasn't asleep. I don't think he was asleep. I just ran oh, past so him. Just getting dark, and, and I whacked him on the ass, right, and just kind of gave him a good good tapping, right. And I, I just kept running back to the base because I think I was getting cold or something. And but I wasn't close to dying or anything. So. I think I was running away from a couple low level enemies, but I hit that level 38 square square on the tush and just kind of kept running and laughing, you know, as I as I went. And so I get up to my base uh, and I'm up there and I'm like, yay, I'm safe or whatever. Well, that fucking mammoth was not happy with that whack on the butt. So he he came up to the base and started like throwing out his attacks. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hit you. So then. I didn't want him to destroy my house. So then I ran back down the hill and then, so then he was focusing more of the attacks on me, but I'm like, I, as much as I didn't want to raid, but you know, he, he just, he was so angry at me, but it's a big mammoth. So he can't run fast. So I was able to, and he's got like, what, like 40 some thousand health or something like that. Too, yeah. So. It was insane, but he couldn't. Yeah. Every time he threw an attack, it was, it was missing me, but I couldn't get back to my base. I'm freezing to death. I'm about to die. You know? So I was kind of like, I was just stuck there for a while, you know? Um, but yeah, I think I just eventually ran back up and around, got into the house and jumped in bed. So nighttime was over with or whatever. He went back on about his day, but that was fun though. Just little things like that they put in the game, you know, like aggro an enemy and fuck around and find out, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, for sure. But I have aggroed a couple by accident. I'll try to attack one pal and another one will start attacking. And I've had times where, like, I'll just come across like, one. And, you know, like, most of the time you can just run by them and they don't do anything. They're pretty peaceful until you attack them. Like, I've had a couple before that just, like, almost make, like, this eye contact with me and just decide they're just going to fight me. You know, they start shooting at yeah. me. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess you're just going to die now because I wasn't going to leave you alone. I notice you got to get kind of close because I've, I've, I've kind of tested it, too, with, like, some of the humans where, oh, I've come across where, like, those those human guys are just, like, those whatever you call them, like soldiers, they look like ninjas with skulls. Have you found the Have you found the uh, the camp for the regular people? There's like these regular humans that have a camp, and there's like uh, you can buy items, you can sell your pals and stuff like that. Have you found that? Yet? No, but I but as soon as I started up the Steam version on Saturday, I had a what do you call it? A traveling merchant, and she got stuck on a rock, and I thought, cool. So then when I finally got up some coins, she unstuck for the rock and ran away. I was like, perfect. Yeah. Now, now when I need that merchant, she ran. And you can. There's a hotel you can sleep at. There's a couple merchants. You, there's blueprints you can buy. Like I found a blueprint on a in a chest. Um, it's like an advanced like uh, headpiece, like a uh, like headgear for the armor. armor. Yeah. Um, I have not used it yet, but um, I don't think I had the materials to make it yet. Um, but you can buy blueprints from these people. So that's what your gold is for. And then there's also. There was something else your gold was for. I was like, what is gold for? You know, I haven't used any of it yet. But then I found these people in this town. And there's yeah, I've got like a and all that kind of 1500 stuff. So bucks. You can buy pals and you, they had different ones that they said that are good. There's like a merchant that's selling them. I don't know. Like, I didn't really look into them. I didn't buy any of them. But, uh, yeah, and I guess there's also, you know, and I think if you get higher up in level, there's like a level 30 boss. I was watching a video today about once you like defeat the boss, um, something about how. You can something like I guess he's a merchant 
Like he becomes this merchant that you can bring back to your base and keep him there the whole time. I don't know if he's like a like a pal at that point or he just kind of like just stays there. And I guess his inventory refreshes quite often, according to the video. So I'm like, cool, that's that's the carrot on the stick for me as well, where I'm like, love to have that merchant just always at the base, you know, for things I might need. You know, since I don't think the game really you can't fast travel between points, right? That's not a thing unless you die, correct? At least I haven't been able to, even though you can um, see them on the map, but you can't fast, I fast travel. Travels. I have fast travel spots. I can you just have to get to it and then you can travel from one to another. OK, see, I thought I do have several unlocked. I just I thought I've hovered over them, but I didn't know you can actually fast travel to them. So you got to go to the statues. So you have to be at one statue to travel to another, correct? And you, and you have to unlock them, yeah. Oh, okay, so maybe that's what it is. You just can't do it from your menu. Ah, uh, see. Okay. Did not know that. That's why I was trying to figure out where, like, they got fast travel, but I don't see it. So you have to be at an actual statue. Okay. Yep. Little things like that I'm learning. All so right. go play Power World, people. Go play it. My guy will be doing tonight. Anything else, Gunny, you played real quick? Uh, No. That's about it. Little right. little bit of Assassin's Creed Barrage, but I played that for a minute, Jesus. So I'm like, I want to go play more Power World. <laughs> so, yeah, fuck yeah. that game. Buy it for ten dollars. Oh wait, don't buy it because Ubisoft doesn't want you to own your games. Just not anymore. They made <laughs> just, a statement. Just, just do whatever you want. I guess I don't know. Anyways, it's news time. We wanted some news, gentlemen. Pity, 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 pity. Start off here with some more bad news first. Embracer Group, the company attempting to forge one video game publisher to rule them all, has just presided over another round of layoffs. Mayo, Eidos Montreal is letting go of 97 game developers and support staff, the company announced on X. Shortly after Bloomberg's Jason Schreier scooped that the studio had just canceled an unannounced Deus Ex video game. So, uh, this is the statement they released. Uh, for the last 17 years, our teams at Eidos have worked on some of the most beloved brands in the industry. Combining deep storytelling and innovation into unique games, we have created memorable, memorable multi-awarded experiences that we are proud of, and we know our team members have put their hearts and soul into them. The global economic context, the challenges of our industry, and the comprehensive restructuring announced by Embracer have finally impacted our studio. A difficult decision has been made to let go of 97 people from development teams, administration, and support services. We are working to support all the impacted personnel through this transition. These very talented, highly experienced people are entering the employment market, and we want them to find their next projects and are helping to do so. As we navigate these difficult times, the well-being of our team is our priority and the continuous commitment to creating games that players will be able to enjoy in the nearby future. To our players, it's oftentimes not just the games, but the game makers as well that we all celebrate and admire. Our commitment is always to making the best games for our amazing fans. And even with this restructuring change, we continue to fight on to deliver those awesome experiences for us to, to share together. Thank you for your continuing support and well wishes from Eidos Montreal. So, this is just another round of layoffs and the crazy round of layoffs that we've seen this month. Uh, Embracer Group, like I said, laid off 97 people. And, uh, yeah, it's another thing, man. And, and a rumor I've has it, they just, they just canceled. The news. They yeah. just canceled a company. A company. 
big game. I mean, Deus Ex is a big title for them to cancel. It but is. Yeah. We were due for one. We were really due for a Deus Ex game. It's been, it's been yeah, like, We what, haven't five seen years? one more than that, dude. It's been like 10 years since the last Deus Ex game. Was the last one was Deus Ex Mankind? Mankind? I thought it was Mankind. I know you were the only one to really play in the most that of that game. That was 2016. That was fucking eight years ago, dude. Seven yeah. years ago. Crazy. In other news, moving on to some more news here, gentlemen. A Blizzard employee snagged a decade of WoW game time just before being laid off. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so uh, one guy said, once I realized that what was happening and that I was going to be laid off, I made sure to jump into Keyring and use all the one-year subscription codes I have left. And he had 10 years of it. Nice. So, uh, so nice. now his account will expire on October 14th, 2023. Hey, man, I'm sure he's it. not the only one, right? Like, I'm sure, I mean, he's just reporting that, but I'm sure he recommended that everybody else, you know, that was yeah. getting laid on. Like, grab your shit, get oh, into yeah, whatever yeah, he just called it. Shit, yeah, you're fucking whatever and get your fucking free years. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he said if the amount of the subscriptions... If he would have paid monthly for these subscriptions for the next for the amount of time that he had, it would have cost him seventeen hundred and fifty four dollars. If he would have paid a yearly subscription for those years, it would have cost him fifteen hundred and twenty dollars. So regardless, he's up fifteen hundred bucks in terms of if he was going to play WoW still, you know, which I assume he planned to. Uh, he has ten years of service. Yeah, Good and somebody pointed out in the comments, like I was reading on like a YouTube channel, where he was like. They were like, well, he's going to be buying coins, so I'm sure Blizzard's happy with, you know, even him taking that with him, you know? Because he'll be playing sure. it, but still spending more money. Mm -hmm. Keep him in the ecosystem. Some more news here. Developer Rocksteady uh, was forced to pull Suicide Squad servers offline less than an hour into its early access release after players experienced a bug, which automatically completed the game after they logged in for the first time. <laughs> so uh, yeah so you apparently you logged into the game and uh as soon as you launched it the game said oh you're done you you've you beat the congratulations you've completed the early access version of it nice it's a perfect gunny game it's like baby mode times 10 yeah i guys i finished yeah. a game it was a hard game here's the screenshot to prove it <laughs> anyways let's move on to some more news here uh more news more news. The next PlayStation State of Play is going to be held on January 31st. So that's right. Today, PlayStation officially announced the State of Play 2024 event, stating, Join us January 31st for 40 minutes covering 15 plus games, including Stellar Blade and Rise of the Ronin Mayo. That's right. Players will get an in depth nice. look. At Rise of the Ronin and Stellar Blade, in addition to many other updates on other games that will be released in 2024 and later on for the PS5 and the PSVR 2. However, a few titles have already been leaked. Insider at Special Nick, who dropped Krypton hits about the content of the next state of play. According to the tweet, we will get an exciting mix of new game announcements and reveals, and the event will air sometime on January 31st. He said on the 31st, Ronin's will rise, will die stranded, have a rebirth, and Kojima will fulfill his dream. Sonic, Sonic will live in the shadow of his generation while the hills will remain silent 
until the dawn when you need to catch the Metro. Just don't be a Judas about it. Now, with this being said, a new leak has also come out that Metro will be announced at this event because Metro Games, the people who make the Metro Games, have been working on a VR title, and it's called Metro Awakening VR. And apparently this is going to be a new title in the Metro series. And no one knows if this is going to be like a remake of the old Metros or like a VR version of the last Metro game, or if it's just a completely new story or a standalone story. But Metro is coming out with the VR title. This rumor is probably correct due to the fact that this title will probably be announced for the PSVR 2, and it'll be out sometime this year. Now, Sonic Generations Remaster is also a rumor that Sega has been working on a Sonic Generations Remaster, and these are uh, revisiting uh, Sonic's iconic adventures uh, on this this franchise. And uh, so maybe PlayStation's going to be showing off some Sonic. I don't think that'll be an exclusive, but yeah, you never know, man. Sony's all about timed exclusive. Sony's all about these classic games on their PlayStation. You know, like like oh, play all these old playstation games on our on your new ps5 or whatever like they're all about that shit i guess so who knows we'll see what happens we'll see what they come up with on the 31st um in other news norman reedus has added fuel to the death stranding 2 title rumors actor norman reedus is seemingly leaning into rumors about death stranding 2 reports from earlier in the week claim that hideo kojima's nebulous upcoming sequel would officially be called Death Stranding 2 on the Beach. Just a day after the rumors, Norman Reedus, who plays the main man, Sam Bridges, jumped on social media to post a cutscene from the original game, the first game mail, and he featured an ominous line, I'll be waiting for you on the beach. Now, who knows what the fuck that means. Maybe he's just fucking around, you know, because in the first game, remember, they do talk about the beach and you do end up, when you finish the game, you do end up at the beach with the president and then you have all these fucking visions or whatever. And then that's when you have to make your way back to the beginning of the game. And who knows? But I'm assuming it probably will be called on the beach, right? Like with all this bullshit going on, like it's probably going to be called on the beach. You know, with Kojima, anything's possible, but on the beach? I don't know. I think he would come up with something a little more not so Listen, man. Listen, listen. Okay. The other, like a few months ago in August, Hideo Kojima said, Tonight, I'm rewatching my favorite movie on the beach. And he posted the movie, like, disc on his Twitter account. And it's a picture of the movie on the beach. Okay. Listen, man. It's a 1959 film about a nuclear apocalypse male, okay? Listen, Hideo Kojima is a motherfucking genius, all right? He's been dropping hints for you, and you guys don't see it, Gunny, all right? It's motherfucking on the beach. It's on the beach, Gunny. Fuck. Find. On the beach it is. On the beach. With a baby. No baby this time. Go to the beach. Okay, listen now. Now, you think when the game drops before it launches, he's going to go and bury some disc on the beach? (laughs) <laughs> and there's some guy and in California where it is yeah 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 he's gonna drop like some some weird coordinates on like some video and then some guy's gonna find that the beach is in california somewhere and they're gonna go out there and they're gonna start digging the shit up and they're gonna find fucking death stranding 2 on the beach in the beach on the beach in the sand oh shit gunny that's some shit they would 
That's some Hidel Askojima shit right there. He would do that. He he would bury some fucking Death Stranding collector's edition on the beach. He would do that. I could see that. That would be cool if he did. A, a, a week before launch, he would totally fucking do it, wouldn't he? I hope he does it on the beach near me so I can have at least get a crack at it. Right, Gunny's going to be out there on the beach. Hey, man, I'm looking for this fucking on the... Gunny's out there with the fucking... Well, <laughs> he's out there with the fucking... With one of those caterpillar fucking <laughs> digging <laughs> digging it up. Just fucking digging the whole beach up. I, to I comes fly. in. Now I'm stranded. <laughs> yeah, see where I went with that? Oh, yeah. Gunny, you're going to get stranded on the beach? Oh, oh I like it. Uh, Gunny, uh, some, some, you know, I think we just named the next game. <laughs> Stranded on the beach. <laughs> Good one. I see what uh, we went with Kojima. All right. Uh, Apple, okay. The other day, Apple lifted a crazy restriction. They said following. Today, Apple was introducing new options for how apps globally can deliver in-app experiences to users, including streaming games and mini programs developers can now submit a single app with the capability to stream all of the games offered in their catalog so this is basically a 180 degree turn on apple's policy since 2020 when the company repeatedly rejected microsoft and epic games among other applicants who wanted to submit apps that could stream high-powered video games from remote servers or consoles to the iphone and ipad Internal emails revealed in a court case show that Apple considered game streaming applications as a way to load multiple games onto the platform without each title being reviewed as a separate app, as is the norm for the 1.8 million applications presented today to iOS users. That was Apple's official line anyway. Others suspected that it might simply be a red herring with the company's true intent being the protection of the iPhone's lucrative programming gaming ecosystem. Anyways, but... uh, so there's that. Uh, yeah, so pretty much Apple reversed their, their shit. Okay. This was because an antitrust ruling in the EU forced it to open up the iPhone and iPad to third-party app stores for the first time. This is a further fallout from the legal fight started by Epic Games as it seeks to offer players a way to play Fortnite and other mobile games without sharing a slice of in-app purchase revenue with Apple and Google. Epic is already making plans to bring the popular Battle Royale shooter back to iOS for the first time since 2021. So there you go. Not just that, I'm pretty sure Microsoft announced recently too that they're also working on updating and patching their cloud gaming app to bring the Xbox cloud gaming and Game Pass to your iPhone. So that's a big thing, man. Now we're going to have iPhone. You can play your fucking Game Pass games, your Fortnite game. Or like a tablet. Do you think like that'll Johnny make? Like I'm just curious if, like, so you mentioned the Game Pass thing, where you know, because now you can take like, you know, you're using your browser, right? Any browser, I think yeah. they're all pretty much the same, even Edge or fucking Bing or whatever. Do you think that's going to make? I guess it would make a difference where now I can do it with Edge on my iPhone versus, hey, there's an actual app in the store that says Xbox on it. I guess that would bring in more players to say, what's this? You know, when they're searching for games in the store, assuming it's going to be under that, right? Play yeah, Xbox yeah. games. Would, it'll know. be under Xbox, I would assume, right? Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. But like, I'd like to see Sony do it, too. Come on, bring your stuff over to mobile. Not Oh, yeah, but... Sony's going to do it, too, for sure. They're going to bring, bring it, it over. over. Why not? Put PS Plus in there. 
Central. They have to do it. They have to do it to stay relevant. You know what I mean? You have to. You cannot not do it. When your competitor is doing it, you cannot not do it. You have to fucking do it. Yeah, bring essentials in there. I think it would be great. You know, 10 bucks a month. Let's go. In other news, never before seen footage of an ultimately canceled Call of Duty game has emerged online, providing a glimpse at what was planned and at one stage at least to be Call of Duty's first major jump into sci-fi and other and outer space. Footage from a future warfare game codenamed NXI was posted online recently. Brian Bright, a video game industry veteran who worked on the game, confirmed NX1 was made after Infinity Ward imploded. So that would have been around 2010 before Titanfall came out and before all those guys left and created Respawn around that time, you know? You remember that time? It was weird, right? They just had released yeah. Modern Warfare 3. And I actually remember this, Jesus. I just, this is the first time I've actually seen footage. This year, Neversoft. I want to say this, they did talk about it. I don't know if they did. They said it was canceled. Neversoft, previously known for their Tony Hawk games, was making this game after pivoting from his work on Guitar Hero franchise. The aim, Bright said, was to make a futuristic Call of Duty game. In the leaked campaign footage, we see a mission to the moon. The footage emerged from a test Bright suggested. This mission was on the moon, some experiments with low G, and was really about the team learning the engine. We were making GH games on our T Tony Hawk Pro Skater engine prior, he said. And Bright was the multiplayer lead on Future Warfare. He said this game would have been in place of Call of Duty Ghost, which released in 2013 from Infinity Ward. He said we had two to three campaign missions and a bunch of multiplayer work done. I was the multiplayer lead on this before they canceled it. One thing we really liked in multiplayer was the first escort mode in COD. There is footage out there about this mode. Uh, the escort mode, he said, involved teams pushing an unmanned ground vehicle through a map's checkpoints. Presumably one side attempted to attack while the other tried to destroy it. The UGV had a trophy system attached to it automatically, which would destroy nearby explosives. Uh, Work-in-progress footage of NX1's multiplayer mode has also leaked, showing futuristic weapons in action. As Bright said, multiplayer was not finished and the game was ultimately cancelled, which helps explain why the footage does not look like the game that's ready for release. Um, but yeah, I mean, I watched some of the videos on this. And sure enough, it looks like a Call of Duty title. It does, and it, yeah. And it's, it, uh, it's like something Infinity War would make. One of the missions that I saw was the one on the moon where they're, they're like on a moon base and you're getting attacked and the, you have to run inside and try to hide from the attackers and get away. And as you're running, everything's exploding and the fucking base is getting blown up. And that should look pretty cool, man. I think it would have been uh, maybe a better title than Ghost, huh? I think Ghost so. Kinda, I didn't like Ghost. Ghost. Ghost kind of flopped, dude. Be honest with you. Yeah, I remember I that being I didn't like it at all. A lot. I, I like think it. it was a launch on the Xbox One. I believe that it was. was. Yeah. yeah, that was the launch title. One of the launch titles for the Xbox and PlayStation Four. But yeah, uh, so there's that. In other news, we'll move on to some Microsoft Xbox news. Microsoft is expected to ship a minor refresh of the Xbox Series S later this year that is more energy efficient. Microsoft is rumored to be preparing a refreshed Xbox Series S for launch later this year that will include a handful of minor improvement and changes, including upgraded connectivity capabilities and possibly an updated selection of ports, a shrunken die that's more energy efficient. This is thanks to unredacted documents that were uploaded by Microsoft and accidentally published by the FCC. We know pretty much everything there is to know about the upcoming console, codenamed Elwood, 
We even know that Microsoft is planning a refresh of its of the entire hardware lineup they're offering, including the Xbox Series X, which will be getting a new design and more. Assuming these plans have not changed since the documents were authored, uh, here's everything we know. So it says here, uh, Microsoft is expected to take the wraps off this new Series X in late June or early July, likely during their annual Xbox Game Showcase. That usually takes place around June or July. The hardware will then launch a couple months later, likely around August or September. According to these FCC documents, Microsoft intends to price the new Xbox Series S at $299, matching the current price of the Series S with the 1TB storage. The FCC documents imply that the new Xbox Series S will also ship with the 1TB storage. So, this is what you get, Gunny. So this is, I'm looking at the thing, okay? Listen, I'm looking at the at the fucking at the fucking thing, all right? At the fucking slide, all right? Listen, Elwood, the best value in next gen gaming, once again undisputed, Gunny. Elwood will deliver Mayo Gen Nine console gaming with more internal storage, faster Wi-Fi, reduced power, and a more immersive controller, all for the same affordable price. They have updated technologies, the all-new Southbridge to modernize I.O. and sustainability efforts, Wi-Fi 6E, radio for better throughput, latency, and interference mitigation, and Bluetooth 5.2 radio for improved accessory experiences. They also are giving you more value, Mayo. They're going to add internal storage for games. One terabyte of internal storage will be included with the all-new more immersive controller coming alongside it with the same low price mail you'll be thinking wow all these features jesus what right. how much is this gonna cost me no mail right. listen same low price 299 dollars. same low price mail use your saving mail you're gonna, gonna be saving if you buy this i'm gonna go trade my s in for a better s you better Super do it ass. right now you better just trade it in right now and save your credit gunny while it's still worth something listen yeah this is going to have a new low-power standby mode, which is 20% current XSS standby mode. Well, I don't know what the fuck that means. Maybe it's 20% more better than You'll the current You'll save 20% mode. more on your bill, I guess. Okay. 100% recyclable packaging. Fuck out of here. Microsoft did it again. 100% recyclable packaging mail. 100%. Good, good for them. <laughs> it's not going to the dump, is it? It probably is, but not the, yeah, the no, packaging. Kind of. <laughs> you guys keep your boxes? Like, I kept my Xbox box. I keep I all kept, my I boxes. Keep them. Yeah, I don't I throw shit away. <laughs> yeah. I don't throw anything away, dude. I keep boxes from, like, fucking five years ago. I don't throw I keep all the papers away, right? and everything that came with it. It's yeah, like I keep papers. I fucking throw my receipt in the box and leave it in there. I make sure that yeah, shit's I usually keep it for about five years. I don't lose that shit ever, dude. Yeah. So... This console will also feature mail a brand new USB-C port in the front in place of the USB-A port that's present on existing Xbox Series S. However, uh, what else? Uh, who knows? Uh, but it says here that this is just a rumor about the USB-C port that, that has not been confirmed because uh, some of the photos still show the USB-A port. So people are saying like, we don't know. The rumors have it, USB-C, but it might still be the old hobo port. In other words, also, 
5.2 Bluetooth Mail, which would be a first for Xbox. So, uh, yeah, it's coming. Listen. Nice. But this you won't you, see this that on Sony, right? You won't see that on a PlayStation. No. You have to buy their yeah. special headphones yeah. for their stuff. <laughs> Listen. Project Sebel, or Sebel, or however the fuck you pronounce it, the world's best controller now playing on a screen near you. Listen, Mal. Play anywhere. Xbox Wireless 2 Tech. Not Xbox Wireless Tech. Xbox Wireless 2 Tech. Direct to cloud connectivity for cloud gaming on your mobile devices. You directly you connect the Wi-Fi on your controller to the cloud. Bluetooth 5.2 features on this controller. A new mobile app feature, which you can see what pair of devices you have and your cloud devices that you have. And you can manage your devices and accessories via this new app. It's going to have durable and reliable new modular thumbsticks improve longevity or longevity and continued build improvements you're going to have approachability tech in this in this i know you're wondering Mel and gunny what's what's approachability tech jesus i don't know yeah what's these, what's these yeah. them, what's them this big words? Sticks? where's where's the haptic what's feedback the, man listen listen them them big words i don't understand jesus i got you gunny engage and delight with lift to weight technology pretty much when you go and grab your xbox controller gunny it's going to turn on just because it knows you lifted it off the table and it will automatically connect to your device that is on whether that's your phone you're playing via the cloud or your console you simply just pick up the controller and the fucker turns on it just turns on you don't gotta press no button i know you used to pressing the buttons like some kind of hobo listen you gotta hold the button in no, 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 Gunny. We're living in 2024 now, dude. All right, listen. This is some new gen, new tech shit. Okay, you lift the fucking thing, and it turns on by itself. Okay. I don't like this, Jesus. You know why? Because my wife's dusting, and it's nine in the morning. She doesn't dust, by the way. I do, uh, and just bleep, turns that on. Turns my console on. I'm using a lot more than 20 percent of power now. Now I'm using 40 percent more power. Because it's going to be on for the next Listen, four hours. You tell her, woman, you tell her, look, woman, you don't touch my shit. Don't move my controller. Shit turns on. I'll dust my own controller. Uh, yeah, I dust my own controller. That's what you tell her. Uh, listen, you're going to have more immersion mail. You're going to feel the game with precision haptic feedback on your controller. VCA haptics will double as speakers on the controller. So you will have speaker noises. Coming out of your controller, Mayo. You, you've been, I know you've been wanting this. You're going to have yeah, a speaker it, it on your controller cool. now. You're going to have an accelerometer in there and quieter buttons and thumbsticks for those late night gaming sessions. Oh, look at that. Look at that. It does sound like Fuck a really yeah. nice controller. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a plus. That's a plus yeah. for doing late night gaming. I yeah. noticed like my, my Xbox controllers are a little louder than my PlayStation. They are. Yeah. They're loud. They're loud. See, you're waking everybody up. Those triggers are night. loud. You're fucking late night games and you're waking the whole house up because you're pressing the buttons all loud. And it's not because you're raging on Call of Duty. It's because the buttons, okay? That's what's waking yeah, people like, up. They're like, take it easy on that controller. I'm trying to sleep while we're all here. <laughs> yeah. Click, 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 click. What are you yeah. doing to that thing? Your, girl, your girlfriend's <laughs> yeah. trying to sleep and you're yeah. keeping her awake because your fucking loud ass buttons are fucking going off. Listen, man, you're going to have these new buttons. Okay, listen, new and improved. All right. 
Maybe the haptics will wake her up now because it's going to be rumbling all the time with all the haptic feedback. Who the fuck knows? But, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's that's some leaks coming out for the Xbox. Rumor has it all this stuff will be announced come the Xbox Game Showcase in June. That's not long from now. You know they're already planning for it. Um, so, get ready for that. In other news, Power World developer Pocket Pair, okay, their CEO explained just how little experience the team had before making the smash hit. So, a few days prior to the launch, the head of Power World developer Pocket Pair wrote a lengthy blog post about everything that went wrong during their extremely unmethodical development. From the lack of a concrete budget to a completely inexperienced team, the game's completion and successful launch are mind-boggling. So, this is what he said. He said, No sane company will start developing a game without a budget, Takuro Misobi said. But Pocket Pair is not a sane company. Before the small Tokyo-based developer began work on Power World, it first spent three months developing their trailer. <laughs> if the response to the trailer was poor, it wouldn't be worth making the game in the first place. That's why we didn't even bother making a budget to start with. Initially, I intended to make Power World in one year. I didn't have an intention to make a major title, and I had no desire to spend years working on the same thing. But with only 10 of us on the team to start, I began to realize how impossible that would be. So I started asking myself, what's the budget? When the balance in our bank account reached zero, we could always just borrow money or release money just before the company went bankrupt. We had about two years of runway, and I decided to just keep working without stressing about the budget because all I was worried about was getting the game done as fast as possible. Although Power World introduced over 100 unique monsters at launch, or at early release, developers lacked the skills they needed to animate these animals, with many having no experience in 3D modeling at all. So he said, I casually started designing Power World as a 3D monster collecting action game. And then I realized that it took me an entire month to just make one 3D model alone. When we worked on Craftopia, we just purchased pre-made assets we had never designed our own before. As more pals came to be, I realized with horror that the skeletons for each monster were totally different. They all needed around 20 unique animations, things like walking, running, jumping, attacking. The industry average time it would take to animate all these single motion is one day. 100 monsters times 20 animations equals 2,000 days of work. And we only realized this about six months into our development. A staffing agency set, up, set us up with a veteran motion designer named Ryohi Adachi, or Adachi. The first day he came in, he saw that we didn't even have done any rigging. I didn't even know what, the, what game rigging was at that point. Creating animations for 100 unique monsters without rigging would be like building a pyramid without using any heavy machinery. It just wasn't even possible, he told us. Adachi was really one who completed Power World. He was the only veteran we had on the entire team. <laughs> That's crazy. Says here, Unreal Engine has surged in popularity in recent years thanks, thanks to lower royalties and is probably considered a better choice for 3D games and their advanced graphics than, than Unity. This led the team at Pocket Bear to make a leap to Unreal Engine 4 following the development of Power World's first trailer. But migrating from one engine to another isn't that simple, and the vast majority of what had been developed had to be rebuilt from scratch. The only things that we could even salvage were the 3D models, but even then, we couldn't use most of the assets we had bought. Just before releasing the first Power World trailer, Misobi received an email from a freelance engineer named Hirotu Matsutani. 
completely out of the blue. He boasted 10 years of experience, and the team decided to take a chance on the stranger. We took a chance and hired him after that. We brought on five more engineers that work on the project, but none of them had any Unreal Engine experience. And I let Masutani train them, and he did an incredible job. That's fucking crazy. So these that guys is. have no money. They have no engineer. They hire one guy. No then, they hire, then they hire five but, more on a win. And then they just come up with this, yeah. And then this one guy, guy doesn't had, have any... One problem. guy had unreal experience, yeah. <laughs> and he had to show everyone else how to use it. That's fucking that, that crazy. That would just take time there at, you know, alone. Like, the time to have to stop and teach people. Yeah. You know, like, if they yeah. stop and have yeah. a question, only one person can answer that question, you know? So that's that's going to take time, you know? And I'm sure he probably put some hours in, you know? Like, he definitely has some... A labor of love for him, you know? Because he probably put a lot of work into this, being one guy by himself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, his passion Unreal. It says here, uh, the, woman behind pa- the woman behind Powell's, Powell's creature designs didn't even make it through the vetting process when she first applied to work for the company. While Mizobi liked her portfolio, he worried that she wasn't even a good fit based on the uniqueness of her designs. She said, I thought if she comes to work with us, she won't be able to make the most of her talents, so I rejected her. Three months later, she sent me a DM. I was amazed that she would be so bold after I had rejected her so recently, so I read her messages. In the end, I hired her, and she drew the majority of Power World's characters. She had applied to nearly 100 companies and had been rejected by all of them. She's a genius, if you can use that word. She draws ridiculously fast, she makes corrections instantly, and she's current on what's popular abroad. I can't imagine what we would have done without her. So there's that. That's crazy. So that they don't even have the design. That is that not a quitter. Yeah. That is crazy. You know what? They deserve all the praise they're getting. Uh, so good for Power World and good for them. Another news, Power World recently mailed broke new record. They have now surpassed Counter-Strike 2 as the second most played game ever on Steam. They have surpassed Counter-Strike 2. Power World now sits at 2.100 or 2.1 million, 535 players. And uh, yeah, Counter-Strike 2, their peak was 1.8 million players. PUBG still at the top though, with 3.2 million players. But hey, with the success of Power World, I I don't see this stopping. I I honestly don't, don't see it. Unless fucking the Pokemon company and all these companies come after fucking Power World, like with crazy lawsuits or- and... And the feds just say, you know what? Pause everything. There's, yeah. there's no way it stops. Pop a, they just pop a needle in or, or, or people like run out of things to do. You know, the people grinding the game right now who are already like maxed out. I you know there's right. probably a lot of people already that have everything done. Those people will probably like start dropping off though. And so we, they got to keep coming out with some content, you know, to keep people playing. And yeah. I'm kind of worried about like, you know, I'm not worried about it, but like, you know, we're going to need more content for people because once you get to end game, then what, you know, then you get to start losing some players because they're going to find, they're going to move on to something else. Yeah. So, Cause it's not the kind of game where you engaged. start with a new different kind of character. Yeah, you are the game's been out. Character long you build. I've talked to a couple of people. They're like, Oh, you know, like I'm level 30 something or I'm level whatever, you know? And I'm like, wow, you know, like already they got a lot of hours and a lot of time and like high level. So I don't know what max max level is or if there even is a max, but you know, I think some people have got some pretty elaborate setups and stuff I've seen. So, you know, and they may be like approaching end game already. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the cap is. In other news, Power World got a new update on the Xbox. 
Powerworld has released a new update for Xbox and Microsoft Store PC, addressing issues that negatively affected the game's stability. Uh, so they've now released a patch. Uh, so there's that. This pretty much, they say, fixes some technical issues or whatever, maybe the crashing that we were talking about earlier. And yeah, uh, I guess what it was. apparently that is live now on the Xbox. The thing with Xbox, they said it takes them a while to verify all their patches because they have to make sure it doesn't break the consoles or break them or whatever, you know, uh, if they're going to release a patch. So they have to vet them and, and make sure they're good. That's why it's taking them a while. They've already released multiple patches on Steam, but Steam's patch process is way different. They kind of just let it fly, whatever the developer releases. They could just update it on the go. doesn't matter. But on the consoles, it's different. They are working on a PlayStation 5 version, they said. They plan to release that sometime earlier this year. They said that is their next big goal, is to bring it to the PlayStation 5. Um, and they also did say the game is apparently 60% done at the point of early release access. They say they don't have much more to build on it, but they definitely will build upon it. Uh, they said they're going to add more bosses, PvP, more uh, pals to the world, and stuff like that. Another news, Nintendo is taking legal action against the Pokemon clone, but it's not Power World Mail, okay? It's okay. not Power World. Listen, instead, it's a new trading card IP, a new trading card IP titled PokeZoo. PokeZoo. <laughs> this is the subject of a January 11th filing for Nintendo of America. That's right. PokeZoo is fucking getting sued by Nintendo <laughs> for... Copyright infringement on the Pokemon franchise. If you look at PokeZoo, I mean, it's a trading card game, and they literally have things that look like a Pokeball on the cover of their thing. And they have oh. PokeZoo, which look like Pokemon monsters, right on the cover. And on their website, when you go to PokeZoo.com, or ThePokeZoo.com, you can buy PokeZoo trading cards, and they are even called Pokemon on there, okay? Like <laughs> one of the I, one uh, of the packs is called Pokemon. <laughs> Probably spelled differently, but yeah, that's a little no, close. No, no, yeah, I went no, I went no, no. to their website and it just tells me it's sorry, this is currently unavailable. <laughs> like other <laughs> products and they it literally says Pokemon on their shit. It's spelled the same way, okay? So it says your further investigation revealed that Pokesu is described as a collectible card game with groundbreaking mechanics that break the fourth wall. A look at the company's website reveals an incredibly sketchy store uh, with 20 pages of cards and bundles, uh, many of which are sold out, ranging from $0 to $39,990 for a pack. Okay, listen, you want to know what you get, Gunny, with the $39,990 purchase? You get one of 13 in the world, Mayo. MetaZoo Cryptid Nation first place caster Mothman trophy card. Ooh. One of 13 in the world for only $39,990. That's American money, too. That's, that's not that's like... A, that's a steal. That's damn. a steal, right, Jesus? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a great value right there. I, I really want one of 13 world MetaZoo Cryptid Nation first place caster Mothman trophy cards. I, I knew that's what I wanted my whole life. Fuck buying a house. Fuck a car. Yeah. Nothing like 40 <laughs> grand well spent. <laughs> fuck a brand new car. I want a Cryptid Nation Mothman card, okay? That's what I want. But yeah, anyways, 
Obviously, they took the website down already. This lawsuit fucked them up, I bet. They're probably like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. We're getting sued by Nintendo. I th- we thought they were going to sue them other Power World guys. They weren't going to be worried about yeah, we, us. We thought they were distracted. <laughs> no. <laughs> we th- they were distracted with the Power World people. They weren't going to sue us. No. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Um, that's all we have for news, gentlemen. There's, there's really no more news. Everything else is just Power World. Um, people are you know, still speculating if Power World is going to get sued by Nintendo and the Pokemon Company. People are saying they can, uh, but maybe they won't. Because apparently, this since they're both companies based in Japan, the lawsuit would take place in Japan. And in Japan, to prove that you're, whatever you made, whether it's a book, whether it's a movie, whether it's a game, whether it's anything you invent in Japan or whatever, as long as it has seven unique points of differences, just seven, it will not be considered a trademark or a copyright infringement. But it has to have just seven uniquely identifiable points of differences to prove that it was not an outright copy of something. So with that being said, that's probably why Nintendo hasn't taken action or the Pokemon company hasn't taken action against Power World because they're probably thinking, fuck, like, there's too many changes they yeah. probably got well, like was, they probably got exactly seven points of differences or they have seven god damn it they got seven they're right there fuck you know you know Jesus, you, i was thinking too and maybe maybe i'm just overthinking it too is i feel like if nintendo did take action it almost looks bad on them is it, 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 it would have had done it earlier it would have happened so earlier big, yeah so popular the first right week now. i think if, so, if yeah. nintendo if nintendo goes after them now and takes power the backlash, down. The, the backlash, backlash of people that were going to lose oh their game. And a lot of people are going to be unhappy with Nintendo. I think Nintendo. Oh probably, my god! I think that you think. Like, I think you're right. I think. I think also. I think Power World knows that too. I think they're like, yeah, well, fuck. If they take us down, I think it's we too shut, late. We yeah. shut the game down. Everyone's going to be pissed. People because are going to be too pissed. big already. You too many people got it, and too many people were playing it to where you're right. If they would have done it right away, like when it hit, they like, would have. I think they would have done it right away. As soon as it hit First one million week. players, as soon as it hit one million copies sold, I would have been filing a lawsuit. I would have been. I don't care if we're going to lose. We're going to file this lawsuit right now. Right now, we're doing it. Fuck it. We got to stop yeah, them from selling more of this game. Like it makes them look bad like now because now you have to. You have to do it right away. Because if you don't do it right away. You're right, Mayo. They've built too much goodwill that now if you do it, you're going to have a big backlash. Not just think- from Power World, because Power World has money now to defend themselves, but from the from the gaming community. The gaming community is going to be fucking livid. They're, they're going to be pissed, and they will rally against Nintendo, and Nintendo mm-hmm. will probably, and inevitably, they will just back down anyways, you know? They'll probably just back so- down anyways. Right, and so I, I think, think Power World... Like, Pokemon would struggle big time, I feel like. Like, Nintendo would, would make... I would feel bad for the first Pokemon game if they shut Power World down. The first time Nintendo released a Pokemon game, it you know, things would just it's gonna flop big time. It would get but, bad uh, reviews, probably. It'll probably get reviewed yeah. negatively. I think it would I be all they, kinds of shit. The best route I feel like I think it could take is is learn from what Power World did to the Pokemon type of game and build on it. Because you know, like Pokemon, I so say. Popular. I say well, the are. best route. Sure they are. Yeah. Listen, no, no, no. I say the best route Pokemon takes is they buy Power World. They buy them. Yeah. I think Microsoft is going to buy them. 
Why not? I think <laughs> they try I, listen, yeah. I think if Sony, I was if, Sony should listen, take it. Go ahead, Sony. If I was the Pokemon company, embrace your group, kid. No, listen. If I was Nintendo, I would just offer them money. I'd be like, okay, guys, how much do you want for your company? Do you want a billion dollars? Do you want two billion dollars? I'll pay you that much right now if you sell us all the rights to Power World right now. It'll be like we'll a Minecraft situation. We'll, no, no, listen. But this would be smart for Nintendo because this would be their first big game on PC. And this this will expand their catalog to not just being on a Nintendo console. Yes, they like exclusives, but Nintendo isn't stupid. They know the world is changing. And they yeah. know that they have to change with it. Think about it. They buy Power World. Listen, they buy Power World. Keep the same developers on. Say, look, we'll buy Power World. We'll, we'll let the CEO stay in power. You will get to have your creative decisions on the game. We will not step in. We will not make you do anything that we don't want you to do. And you can use real Pokemon in your game. I was going to say, yeah, you, you can put real stuff you can, you can, You can keep your pals, keep your characters, but introduce Pokemon to your game. That's all we ask you to do. Just we'll have a battle royale Pokemon. with pals versus Pokemon. No, no, not even that. Just keep the same fucking game, the exact same game. But add Pokemon to it. Add the original Pokemon, the original 150 Pokemon. Add those motherfuckers into the game and then keep it on the same platforms as on right now, but also bring it to the Switch. And boom, dude, right there, that would show goodwill on Nintendo's part. It would, sh it would fucking make the fans super happy because now you have Nintendo on board. People love Nintendo. People love Pokemon. And third... This is a big win for Nintendo because guess what now? Now we can say we're a multi-platform company and this is our first multi-platform game. And now we have a revenue coming in from not just our consoles and our users. We have money coming in from everyone. From mobile through Pokemon Go. We have money coming in from the Steam people. We have money coming in from the Xbox people. And we have money coming in from the PlayStation people when it comes to PlayStation. That would be a huge fucking win. I think, in all honesty, Nintendo and the Pokemon company should team up and they say, you know what? We're going to buy these motherfuckers out. Offer, how much do you think Power World CEO would take to sell his company? Yes, the other question, too, is would they be willing to sell with the growth and popularity? A billion. Had? You think a billion dollars is enough? Yes. Maybe not enough, but I'm going to go low on it and just say a billion. team, right? Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a very small team. Uh, I mean, what's the... What's, Pocket pair? Yeah. They've got like four or five games under their belts, right? They got one game, Craftopia, which was a game on early access that. So I'm looking here. Pocket See, that'll work great coming out. You got the Switch 2 coming out. We're going to call it Power World 2 North and South. I'm trying to look at um, how many employees they have. It probably changes every day. All right. Pocket pair. Oh, wow. So. Right now they have fifty employees. Fifty. Yeah, so. Fifty. A billion dollars and say, look, we'll give you a billion dollars and to each of your employees we'll offer them a million dollars apiece. That's a billion and fifty so a billion and fifty million. So is that enough money? I think that's enough money. Oh, I think yeah, the develop I think the developers will be happy. They're getting each a million bucks. CEO gets a billion. You can fucking continue. And they say we're not stepping in. All we're asking is that you add, we let you bring our team, some of our team in, we'll bring some of our artists over and some of our engineers and shit, 
and we're going to add Pokemon to it. That would be fucking genius. I'd rather have Nintendo buy this company than Xbox buy this company because I want to see Pokemon in Power World. I want to see Pikachu with the gun. We do that with mods, man. Just get on your Nexus no, 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 mods no, 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 and add, no. add Pokemon. They're suing. They're suing all the modders right now. They're, they're they're suing them. They're saying straight up, we're gonna fucking sue you if you make a mod for fucking Pikachu or any kind of Pokemon in your fucking in this game. We will fucking shut your mod down and we're gonna sue you. So think about it, man. Wouldn't that be smart? That would be like the genius move for Nintendo. Instead, because then the the story goes from the following. The story goes from oh. Are the Nintendo lawyers and the Nintendo ninjas going to show up and sue these guys? No. Nintendo ninjas didn't show up to fuck you up. Nintendo ninjas showed up to offer you protection. They offered protection. Listen, Nintendo samurai and Nintendo ninjas showed up with the emperor. And they said, look, man, we understand you are different than us, but we want you to be our brothers. Join us. And let's bring our companies together. Look at this suitcase full of money. And, what do you say? And then, and then that flips the script. Now Nintendo goes from being, oh, this shitty company that doesn't know what to do with Pokemon to, oh, Nintendo is the best because they brought Pokemon to Power World. They're the best. Pokemon is the best franchise ever. Think about the fucking, the flip of that, dude. That would fucking. I would be pissed if it, Nintendo doesn't put Power World 2 exclusive on the Switch 2. Oh, I would be oh, so upset. Oh, I'd be so suck. mad. But why would they need to when they make they're making all this money off Steam? Why would they need to? They wouldn't need to. And this opens them up for saying, like, you know what? Maybe we should be multi-platform. Maybe we we I mean, need they, a switch. They put some of their maybe, stuff on, on mobile. Maybe we need a switch too for our regular hardcore Nintendo people. But maybe we shouldn't put everything on the switch. We should just put everything on everything. And boom. And then they could start selling the rights to saying, hey, PlayStation, you want Mario on your console? Or Xbox, do you want Mario on your console? Who's going to pay us more money to have the Mario game on their console? Who's going to pay us more money to have the Zelda game on their console? Who's going to pay us the money to have Metroid on their console? Who's going to pay the most money, man? I think Xbox probably do it. And then, what does that do for Nintendo? It just generates... A fucking money well that will be never ending for them. That is a fucking genius move. I want Nintendo to buy them. I don't want Microsoft to buy them. I don't want Xbox to buy them. I'm tired of Xbox buying shit. Yeah. Now you may argue, oh, well, Jesus, I thought you were an Xbox guy. Look, I am, man. But a certain point, you need to start to, besides all this bullshit, all this hype up crap about, oh, Xbox bought Activision. Xbox bought these guys. Xbox bought these guys. Xbox. Okay, how many acquisitions has Xbox done in the last four years, Gunny? You know what, Jesus? It doesn't matter. Over, when you see Sarah over, Bond with a cool jacket, listen, come on. No, start, fuck Sarah Bond. I want Phil Spencer out there, but listen, man. Listen. <laughs> how many acquisitions have they done in the last four years? And how many hit games have they released in the last four years that are made by Microsoft, published by Microsoft? under a Microsoft studio that it's a hit game that does very well, that has no issues, that it's a perfect fucking game. How right, many? Jesus, you ready? You none. ready for the list? All right, here none. it is. Yeah, they've done none. 
Starfield was supposed to be their big fucking game, their huge console killer for the PlayStation. They were going to sell all the Xboxes out because of fucking Starfield. And they, they couldn't... They, them fucking idiots were too stupid to even make an exclusive console. They could have... That fucking skin-wrapped cardboard crap that they sold on their website to wrap around your console, they could have easily painted Xboxes to look like that. They could have said, hey, look, we're releasing a fucking special edition Xbox. This motherfucker looks this fucking cool. And you're going to get Starfield with it. And you're going to have some cool skins with your character with this shit. And no, they didn't even do that. Because you could tell their fucking expectation of Starfield wasn't our expectation of Starfield. And they fucked it up. And now they're playing the whole, oh, oh, Bethesda's so great. We're doing over 100 fixes on our next big patch. No. Maybe you should have done over 100 fixes before you fucking released the goddamn game. <laughs> that wouldn't be the best way after, after you bro. fuck After you re- delayed it for a year, and then you delayed it for six more months, because the game originally was supposed to be out in March, and then they delayed it again till fucking August or September. So tell me, we, we gave them the leniency. We gave them the fucking rope. And we said, all right, all right, all right, guys. All right, yeah, you just got bought out. Okay, we'll give you extra time. Yeah, we'd rather have a good game than a broken game. And then what comes out? A fucking game that's buggy, a game that's kind of fucking half-ass baked. Fucking characters aren't the greatest. Story kind of sucks. Story isn't as immersive as other games that we've seen come out from other developers. And then Bethesda's now playing catch-up. And Microsoft, everyone's talking about Microsoft buying Power World. For what? So they can fuck that up too? So they can fucking turn around and and give them some bullshit fucking deadline and fuck it all up, dude? No way, man. Like, get the fuck out of here. I don't. I don't want Microsoft buying more shit till they start proving that the shit they buy is good for them to own. Because recently they haven't really done shit with the studios they have. I think uh, they just bought Call of Duty, man. Let's see what they do with the next one. But I guess that wouldn't be like a that would be a IP. I'll give them a pass on this next Call of Duty because they just bought it and it's already been in development. But the one next year, coming in 2025, yeah, that will be all on Microsoft. We'll see if they fuck that up. But you understand what I'm saying, Mayo? Like, we've seen all these acquisitions and we haven't seen them deliver from these acquisitions. This would be like a basketball team or a baseball team or a football team going out, Mayo, and fucking trading for all the best star players on every other fucking team, and then you go bring them out of your team, Gunny, and you don't even make it to the playoffs. You you don't even make it to the playoffs. You, yeah. You know? I mean, the games are coming, and you know, it still takes time, but yeah, we, we need some hits now, you know? Big time. This is the year. Like, we start needing... St- and I think we will. I think we will I think see some uh, coming out. Hopefully we'll see it with Hellblade sacrifice. Uh, I was excited for Hellblade, and then like the more I see, I'm just like, oh, now I'm less excited for it, and I'm more excited for like Indiana Jones and stuff. Yeah, so, like, yeah, that, that looks cool. Looking from Bethesda okay, Machine like, Games, and that little uh, that game that looks like Civilization looks cool. Like they have some other games that look cool coming out, as long as they deliver, you know. But is that? Yeah, it looks that... like they've given. Uh, you know, Gears looks like it's been taking a rest for a while because. They just keep making the same game over and over with a new story, right? So that same formula. Yeah, we just, in general, the industry, you know, I was thinking about that today. Like, we keep seeing things on layoffs and layoffs and layoffs. All these mm-hmm. studios are all these layoffs, like 30 people or 30% or 100 layoffs, or whatever. 
And there's yeah. like so many games that aren't out. Like the the market just feels like it's just waiting for like big games. That's why Power World I think is doing so well. People are waiting on something to play right now, and there's all these and just you know there's all this the whole industry is like laying everybody off. So yeah, I've like, seen it even outside of the gaming game? industry. Does that mean well, like, the game business are world be made and they're going to be coming out, or it means we're just going to have to wait even longer? Well, we heard right. that we heard already from that uh, Embracer Group layoff. That Eidos Montreal, they say they canceled their game. Yeah. So I mean, how much is that happening? You know, how many games are being canceled? Because didn't Microsoft just had a big layoff uh, when that with the uh, Blizzard was it the Blizzard thing? Yeah. Yeah, they, and you know who left? Mikey Barra. Mm-hmm. Mikey Barra, the 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 head of Blizzard Studios. He was like, uh, what was he like the creative director or something for? He was like one of the executives, like the, one of the major executives for Blizzard. He left Microsoft back in like 2017 or 2018, I think. I think him, him and Rod Ferguson left, right? So I don't know what Rod Ferguson he, is. He's going to stay he, with them. He left Microsoft to go join Blizzard team. He was right. an executive. He was the executive director at Microsoft for their game strategy or whatever, like their gaming uh, studios. He was the manager of that. And he left Microsoft to go work at Blizzard. And at the time, he said, quote, this is where I want to be. This is my dream position with the company I want to work for in the future. And you know what's funny? All of a sudden, Microsoft acquires them. Who's leaving? Mike Ibarra. Why? Why doesn't he want to work for Microsoft? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, maybe him and Phil weren't getting along. Who knows? Maybe he doesn't fucking... I don't know. Maybe Phil stole his jacket one time or something. And he's like, you motherfucker, that was my jacket. You stole it. Stole his Camaro mail. I'm just saying, dude, maybe he stole his parking spot or something in the parking lot. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, you know. <laughs> but isn't that weird that Mikey Barrow is leaving Blizzard? It is. He, he just said, that was an, an abrupt he, announcement. He just said, "Today's yeah. my last day." Yeah, he said, "Fuck it, I'm yeah. out of here." Like, yeah, I'm leaving. And everyone's like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "I don't know. I'm gonna just leave. I'm gonna do nothing for a while." But, but isn't that weird? Like, no other job lined up. I mean, I mean he probably has a show of money, right? But yeah, like. Nothing else but lined up. He didn't say I'm giving my 30 days or 60 days. He just said today no. is the day. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. He just said, oh, fuck this. I'm out. Isn't that crazy? Like, to me, that's crazy. I'm like, what the fuck? I bet Microsoft is thinking, what the fuck, too? Because they're probably like, oh, fuck. Now we got to replace this guy with somebody just as good, if not better. Who the fuck are we going to replace him with? You know? Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. just, to me, all I'm saying is I do not want to hear Microsoft is attempting to acquire Power World. I'd much rather hear Nintendo's trying to acquire Power World. Pokemon Company's trying to acquire Power World. That would be, be a, a positive fit. move. It would be the perfect fit, dude. It'd be like fucking buying your crazy stepbrother and t- having him calm down. You know, like, all right, motherfucker, you get a little hype up over here. Let's go home, man. Okay, come on. Come on, Power World. Let's go home. You're drunk. All right, we're... <laughs> Gonna just sober you up a little bit here. We're gonna add some Pokemon to your shit. All right. Even if they made the rule, if they add Pokemon to the game, right, and said, "All right, only the Pow worlds, only the Pows can hold guns," people would not give a fuck. Pe- people wouldn't care. People would be like, "Oh, that doesn't matter." No, because I'd be in the game streaming and just shooting Pokemon. Yeah, people wouldn't care. People would be like, "Oh, cool, burning them alive." <laughs> yep. Like it doesn't matter. Like yeah. So like. Whatever, dude. I say fucking do it. Fucking do it, Nintendo. Figure it out. 
figure out how much money you can cough up to to fucking buy Powell. And you figure they're all, they're both in Japan. That would be that would be yeah. I would just walk down the street and knock on the door. Say, here's a billion dollar. You come. I buy you. Okay, good. Done. Do Listen, it. Nintendo in 2023 had $13.9 billion cash on hand. 13.9. Take a billion of that and buy them. Yeah. Easy. I, I think you could do it. Easy. And you t- tell me what, dude. In a year, that... 12 billion cash on hand is going to turn to fucking it'll turn to f- fucking 18 billion easy you're gonna you're gonna triple your investment so fast dude because i'm sure i'm sure jesus in reality i mean even what you you suggest is a reality and where i mean we kept mentioning uh layoffs at embracer group right and you know we know tencent and how much money they have because i'm sure they've already been knocking on the door but Nintendo needs to be contacting those guys. Like that's who we want to see buy this company. Because if Nintendo, it's going to be bought at all. Nintendo is the perfect fit. They already know how to make this game. They have made Pokemon. They know, they know what to do. They know to say, we know how to make these games. We've made Pokemon, man. You guys obviously know how to make a good game too. Let's Open world, right? Our- Survival let's- craft. Let's go. Yeah. Put our shit together. Peanut butter and chocolate, man. It's peanut butter and jelly right there, dude. Just put them together, man. Fucking put them together, dude. Like, it's gonna work perfect, dude. It's gonna work. Just fucking do it. God damn it. Fuck. Someone email Nintendo. I'm gonna email Nintendo. I'm telling you, oh, man. Y'all need to buy Power World, like, right now. Right now, before it gets too big. Just yeah, fucking yeah. offer them the money. Just literally go down the street and say, hey, look, a billion dollars right now. We'll do it right now. A billion dollars. We'll just buy you out. We're not going to shut it down because that's the first thing the CEO is going to think where you guys are going to shut it down if you buy it. No, no, no. We're not going to shut it down. We'll keep it. All we're asking you to do is add Pokemon to your game and you'll do it legally because we'll be a part of our company and you won't have any issues, no legality issues. You don't need fucking modders doing it. We'll even add an Ash Ketchum fucking character to it. Now Ash will be a playable character. We don't give a fuck. We'll add all the Pokemon characters to be playable characters. Fuck. How hard is that, dude? That's that's the way I would go about it. If I was Nintendo, instead of trying to sue them and figure out, if I was telling my talking to my lawyers as Nintendo, I wouldn't be asking them how can we sue these guys. I'd be asking them how much money is it going to take for me to buy them. That's the route they should be going, and that's the route they should be trying to explore. And before Microsoft tries to offer them money, yeah, because what if Microsoft offers them money first? Say Microsoft goes at them with the deal for a billion dollars, then what? Microsoft's willing to spend up to $70 billion for a fucking company. We've seen that. So as Nintendo, you got to be a step ahead of them and offer them the money first. Because now, now if they both offer them money, then you're going to be in a bidding war with, with Microsoft. And Microsoft could outbid you no matter what. Right, it, depends, yeah. it depends how much money Microsoft is willing to spend on it. But they technically could outbid you. You know that. You know, you know that as a company. You're like, all right, fuck. They make the first move at a billion, and we go to them at one and a half billion. Microsoft comes back at two billion. Then we go, go back to two and a half billion. But what's our ma- like? What's our max? It's it's our max two billion that we're willing to spend. Are we willing to spend one billion only? Is that what our max is? Like, what's the max? You know, and there has to be a cap. And guess what? Microsoft's cap is yeah, quite a bit really higher than yours. Yeah. Just a yeah. little bit higher than yours. You know. Uh, and that's the scary part, because, you know, 
But if I was Nintendo, I'd make the first move. Because, and not even just to like try to outbid Microsoft, right, and be the first ones there, but because you are both Japanese companies, you can use that leverage against Microsoft. You can be like, look, we're both Japanese companies, man. You really want you really want these fucking American companies coming in here and telling you what to do? No, man. Like, stick with our people, our culture, our our fucking. We know the ways, you know. Just, just, just fucking come walk with us in our Japanese garden. Come, come. We got a nice one. Come over here. Let's let's go on a walk, man, on our Japanese garden over here. Okay. <laughs> let's talk about this. Okay. That's what they got to do, man. Use that leverage against Nintendo against Microsoft because if Microsoft buys them. I don't think the game is going to be... I mean, it's going to do good, but I don't think it'll be as good as, or as great as it could be with Pokemon in it. You you add Pokemon to this game, dude. Goodbye, Fortnite. I'm telling you, Fortnite, Epic would be scared. Epic would be like, holy fucking shit. These motherfuckers did it, Mayo. These motherfuckers... Mm-hmm, I, right. I gotta sell... I gotta sell half of my forest now because these motherfuckers just fucking added Pokemon to their game. God damn it. Fucking shit. Like, fuck. We're fucked. <laughs> fucking Steam exclusive. God damn it. Fucking shit. What is this fucking Steam exclusive shit? God, fuck. I'd be so mad if I was Epic right now. I'd be fucking scared. I'd be like, if I was Tim Sweeney, I'd be scared for half of my forest. I'd be out. I'd be out there on my forest all day, just walking around, enjoying it while I can. What? Why you still have, has it? Because <laughs> I'm gonna have to sell half my forest when fucking Nintendo buys this shit out and adds Pokemon to it. You know what I mean? Fuck. Well, yeah, that's my that's my two cents on the whole matter, dude. I don't think they should sue them. I think they should buy them. Yeah, it's too big. It's too big, man. Fucking five million copies sold already. They said. Yeah, I thought it was higher than that. I thought it was like six million, but yeah, either way, it's a lot. Let's say it's five million at twenty nine dollars each, hundred and forty five million dollars. You go at them with an offer of a billion, that's almost ten times that amount. And say you even offer their employees, I would do that. I'd offer an incentive. I'd be like, here's a billion dollars for you, and here's half a million or a million dollars for each of your employees. Go enjoy a nice vacation or whatever, and boom, mm-hmm. done. Like that's all you need, dude. Anyways, that's all I have now. Yeah, they need to make some moves, right? Fucking Nintendo moves is what they got to make. Can't beat them, gun in your mail. Join, Join them, them, right? Buy them out. Can't beat them. Yeah, Join I them. definitely don't. I don't. I'm not worried about any kind of lawsuit from Power Order at this point. Like, I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, I don't think so either. I also, like I said, but what I am worried about is stupid fucking, stupid fucking Xbox coming in and buying them, and fucking it all up. Because Xbox doesn't need to buy more shit right now. What they need to do is figure out their own goddamn shit and what's going on in their fucking studios to get some fucking games out finally, you know? You could buy all the fucking car companies in the world, Mayo, but what happens when you don't make any good cars? Right. doesn't matter because no one's going to buy your shit. Like, nothing matters. Like, that's... My point is Microsoft needs to start delivering on their promises. You know, they could promise you the world, man. They They don't deliver. Like, it doesn't matter to you, you know what I mean? At a certain point, you stop taking what they say at face value. You know, Microsoft could come out every fucking week and say, Oh, we're buying this company. We promise you we're going to be the best developers and the best publishers out there. And they just don't deliver. Like, at some point, it's going to be like, All right, man, what the fuck gives here? Like, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? PlayStation's over here fucking 
with the same fucking studios they've had for the last 10 years and they're doing good, you know? And I know the defenders are going to be like, well, that's just it, Jesus. The PlayStation studios have been there for so long. They're already established. Don't give me that shit. Bethesda was way established way before Microsoft bought them. Activision has been established way before Microsoft bought them. I don't want to hear the exclusives of, well, they're, they're established. They already know what they're doing. You're telling me Bethesda doesn't know what they're doing and they haven't been knowing what they're doing for the last 20 fucking 30 years? No, dude. Like, fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not little indie studios that just popped up that don't know what they're doing. They're long-established companies with huge development teams that know exactly what they're doing, but they're not doing it. Is it because they have Big Daddy Microsoft there now and they don't got to worry about being shut down? Is that what it is? Like, oh, man, we could just take fucking 10 years making this stupid little fucking game, and it doesn't matter because we could just keep telling Microsoft, oh, we're working on it, and they don't care. Right, we got, they, we got they won't, money coming in or funding coming yeah, in. So they'll never shut us down because they bought us. So they'll never shut us down, and they'll keep us working forever. Like, no, dude. I think at a certain point, Microsoft and Phil Spencer have to go in there and start smacking people around and saying, "Hey, motherfucker, what are you doing eating your fucking avocado toast and not working on this fucking game?" You know what I mean? You get in there and smack some people around, male. Stop drinking your fucking matcha latte and get them, get to work. Fuck you think Xbox is going to sell itself? You think they're going to take your uh, cappuccino machine away? Yeah, I would. I'd take away all their shit. I'd, I'd fucking make <laughs> them work in a fucking, in the fucking basement. Like, motherfuckers, you guys all wanted 4090 TIs. <laughs> okay. And we got you guys all 4090 TIs. For what? So you guys could fuck off and play Power World instead of working on the game? Everybody got a cool imitation Phil Spencer jacket, but yeah. they're not happy, huh? Stupids. Anyways, I'm done ranting. I'm done. I'm done, man. I think we're done, right? We're done. We're done. Benny, we're done. Been... All right, guys, go uh, go claim your free game over on Epic. I'm not on the same device as when I started this show, but... Well, we, uh... we can tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably with the audio, too. So, yeah, go get that. Uh, nothing yet for PS Plus. I don't think it's been announced yet. And really nothing new on Xbox Game Pass besides Power World. Uh, and the game I mentioned, the Go Mecha Ball or whatever it's called. But uh, yeah, guys, go find me over on Epic and Steam and Xbox as Gamertag Gunny Chief. And over on the PlayStation playing Spider-Man, uh, that's HGP underscore Gunny. Where do we find you, Mayo? You gotta find me everywhere on the uh, PlayStation and Xbox and Discord. As you know, on Steam is the mail. Come find us on Discord and find me on everything as Jesus Walks a lot. And I'll definitely be playing Power World tonight. Like, I, I'm already like, I'm geared up in my head. I'm gonna stay up for the next few hours. I need to get my base set up, my initial Power World set up working, and then I'm gonna go to bed. And I'm gonna wake up and do it all over. Hopefully, not the not the building the whole base part again. I, I, Don't build it with wood. <laughs> Don't build your base with wood. Oh, build you, shot are, like mayo. Okay, just build a shower. Okay, just the four walls and a bed, right, Mayo? Because you can't sleep. Yeah. It won't let you sleep in a bed without a roof. Oh, yeah, that a roof? A like, for a house. Yeah. <laughs> he, he lives in an outhouse. That's what I'm going to do. We'll expand upon my outhouse in future endeavors, but you're right, Mayo. I don't need a big house. I got to yeah, have that wood for crafting. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'll be out catching pokies. Not pokies. Pals. Soon could be pokies if Nintendo bought them. <laughs> 
<laughs> Anyways, we're out of here. Peace out, Brussels Sprouts. We'll catch you on the next edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. Goodbye. Have a good day. Whatever you're doing. Enjoy Power World if you're playing. Good morning. Games. Goodbye. Bye. See ya.